Production. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. We are Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance. I'm Derek Robinson, the moderator, and tonight is Saturday, June 27th, 2015. Our topic tonight is upcoming webinar topics. We're here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time if you'd like to join us live to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more. And to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. Views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. Okay, a couple of announcements tonight. I have received word that uh, Eleanor White, who many of you know from the forum, has been released from the hospital and is now resting at home after having experienced a heart attack last week. The Portland, Oregon Support Group will be having its meeting next Saturday, or July 11th, that is, 2015, at 4.15 to 5.45 p.m. Pacific Time. The location is the Multnomah County Library, the Hollywood Branch, 4040 Northeast Tillamook Street in Portland, Oregon. For more information, the contact person is Amy Dale at 971-207-3401. Okay, last Thursday evening, we had a webinar about those wishing to meet with their local city council representatives. It was a good meeting. We had about 41 people at the call at one point, and people were able to interact by text chat and webcam, as well as being able to see the PowerPoint presentation and other documents. There's a difference between that interface and TalkShoe, which means that only one person could talk at a time. There were no interruptions. And later, we can do YouTube videos for those that have uh, computers and have live on-camera speakers. These are some of the features of the webinar uh, program that we're starting to work with. So now we'd like to get some ideas about what you'd like to see presented as a webinar. Uh, we have a couple of things, uh, have a couple ideas in the works as far as webinars. I'd like to see uh, to get some more ideas and some feedback about uh, what kinds of things that we could present that could be helpful to the community, whether that be shielding or meters or activism projects or whatever. This is the topic of our discussion tonight, the webinars, and what kinds of things we'd like to see presented. So this time we'd like to open the lines to the uh, callers. Uh, star 8 is the request to talk feature on your phone. If you have some ideas, so we can begin our discussion. Okay, we have a couple of uh, people already that like to uh, speak and have a few words. I would like to say that um, our webinar, um, I would say it's probably the first time that the webinar kind of went pretty smoothly this time. And um, what well, usually lots of things happen <laughs> during our webinars. But anyway, this one ran pretty smoothly. And we actually got five star ratings from a couple of people who attended. So 
uh, we're kind of uh, uh, doing pretty well at this point and looking forward to some great webinars with some great guests and uh, some nice features. So it'll be very comfortable for those that uh, would like to attend. So lots of um, lots of ways to interact, lots of ways that uh, lots of visual aids um, with this interface. You know, PowerPoint, uh, videos. We can do uh, JPEGs uh, as well as documents and uh, and uh, review documents and things like that. Create documents if we want. So it's a lot of things we can do as well as text chats. Um, those that are participating can interact with each other uh, via text, uh, as well as uh, voice. You know, we can uh, also speak and, and be heard, etc. So um, I think it'll be quite interesting. It gives us a new level in terms of interaction and uh, the way we present material to the community and so forth. So I think it'll be uh, quite interesting. So. Uh, any ideas that you guys would like to see uh, presented at the webinar, uh, the webinar format, we'd like to talk about that this evening. Um, okay, I've unmuted a couple of people. If you have anything you'd like to say at this time. Uh, yeah, I have something. If you can hear me. Yes, we can hear you, Kassan. Hi. Uh, I know we did have a webinar on um, the use of meters. But if we could have another one with the actual meter being shown and then what buttons push, if the person presenting could kind of like create a scenario to show us in the scenario how to use these meters, you know, where to where to aim it, how to oh how to hold it, what what buttons to push. I mean, anything that that goes more in depth um, than what we had before. I would right. really appreciate that. Yeah, we're getting ready to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think that would help a lot because uh, I think there's still a lot of um, uh, confusion about how to use these devices. Uh, I've seen some of them, and they have lots of. Um, uh, yeah, so buttons and dials and meters, and I really don't know how to interpret them myself as to what they do and, and you know how to use them and so forth. So I I think if you could, you know, uh, not only show uh, show these meters, but kind of maybe go over some of these buttons and, and dials and what they're for, because uh, you know that's that's kind of unclear. Yeah, I've gotten a few calls that have made it more clear that. People aren't understanding some of that stuff, so that'll be, you know, much better. It's really been a perfecting of the webinars. The first couple weren't taught us a lot, put it that way. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know, this interface is new, and uh, it's going to take a while to get used to um, to everything. But I, I think we're uh, we learned a lot this last time about uh, what kind of options, particularly for the uh, participants. Now, that's something I have to learn from from you guys because I don't see your interface. So I have to get feedback from you guys. You know, what do you see? What buttons are there? And so people were kind of sharing that information. So, um, so we're learning. I think we did a lot last time. Okay, does somebody have a train in the background? Sorry. 
I thought I was muting my phone good enough. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we have someone from Arizona that has a comment. Yeah, Derek, I thought the presentation, uh, I came in late. Uh, sorry about that, but I thought the care, uh, presentation was uh, well thought out and professional, and you spent, obviously, you spent some time on it. And, uh, you know, um, it, it wasn't beneficial unless you could actually see the presentation. I mean, you know, it was beneficial to hear what was going on, but uh, to actually see it, um, you know. And then the, the Deborah was the only one that actually got on, I think, uh, figured out the um, uh, how to connect the, the, the camcorder on your um, computer. But I thought... Oh, yeah, Deborah, yeah. Um, now, that's something that... Um, Okay, we can probably work with that. Probably have to work with that some more. Well, no, I just uh, meant, for the next no, uh, figure next it out. <laughs> yeah, it's we're kind of feeling our way with that, but uh, but Deborah was able to uh, somehow get her camera, uh, her webcam, um, up there, and yeah. we kind of uh, saw how that worked. So um, we're learning as we as we go, but it was interesting to see that. Yeah. Um, probably for the next time, we will have a presenter, and they will probably be the featured uh, webcam. So, um, and I'm not sure how many would be are allowed actually from the participants. I have to find that out. And uh, if that if that'll be a different screen or same screen, so there's some things we need to kind of learn about. But you know, yeah, for what we did, it was you know, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was. I thought I I uh, I liked it a lot, and and, uh, and obviously you put work into it and effort into it, and it, it turned out really nice. And uh, and I think it we is something we definitely can use. And um, um, so that's what I wanted to say. It's just thanks for doing that for us. And um, okay, well you're welcome. And it's it's obviously for something educational you know, for topics mm-hmm. that uh, would lend towards something visual. Uh, for instance, you know, sometimes we talk about shielding, and it's probably good if we have those materials that we can show people, uh, particularly if we're demonstrating how to construct something or if you have uh, something that uh, that people need to uh, to make or, or whatever. Um, it's, it helps to have a visual uh, along with the explanation. So um, uh, particularly when uh, some of these uh, uh, types of material, um, we, can, we can describe them, but it's, uh, you know, it's best if you could see you know, what they look like. Uh, I had no idea before I saw Mylar that it looked very similar to aluminum foil, but there's a difference. So uh, if we can kind of show um, the properties of each one, you know, why one is, is more effective than the other or what they're more effective at, et cetera, um, and, uh, and many other devices and uh, whatever else that we need to talk about, you know, STIs. Um, also, when we talk about uh, clothing, the types of material that people buy, that would be good to show, and uh, and what types of material that you can line, uh, say hats, or coats, or jackets, 
how you want to line uh, uh, those types of uh, clothing items with with certain materials and um, and so forth. So um, to demonstrate those types of things would be good. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, we just want to get some ideas about what you guys would like to see. Yeah. Also, I mean, it was like uh, I don't know. I didn't advertise that the for the presentation, but. Uh, I thought there was going to be a couple more people that were interested. Um, I don't know. And then, you know, people were worried about the disruptions, but we're always going to get perps. I mean, I don't think there's any way around that, you know, when when you're putting out, you know, newsletters. Uh, What's interesting is that um, with with this interface, if there's – Troublemakers, and there apparently there was somebody there that was causing some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you not only mute them like in talk show, but you can eject them from the call. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so that's what happened uh, Wednesday. I mean Thursday, and uh, someone identified this person as being disruptive, and so we just you know took care of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Okay, good. So uh, yeah. So that, that that helps. It's an additional feature. Um, and, and let's see, there's something else that was an addition to TalkShoe. Well, there's YouTube videos, um, and that's something we have to try because um, we can we can run those as well. Um, I'd like to feature maybe a short video just to see. Uh, just to see how it runs and see how everyone can see it. Um, but, you know, that's something we can experiment with sometime. Hi, Derek. I have a question. Oh, yes. Right. This is Deborah. I worked for government for over 16 years, and I used uh, to go write, ghost write the letters on behalf of city councilors. So I'm very sorry I missed the webinar, but I would like to access it again. Could you please tell me how I could do that, please? Oh, okay. Oh, that was also something I wanted to mention. Um, There is a record feature, uh, which this was uh, recorded. Uh, What I'll have Mm -hmm. to do is um, there isn't like a ready link that I could send to you guys. Uh, what will have to happen is uh, it will have to be downloaded to a computer uh, via the webinar and then uploaded to a website, and then I'd have to send a, send a link so you guys can watch it. Um, so we'll see how that works. Um, what do you mean uploaded? If it's downloaded to a PC, then uploaded, what do you mean by that? Okay, in other words, um, it, it can be downloaded to somebody's computer and then they would then post it to a website. Really? Yeah, and then uh, then it will, uh, we can share the link so, you know, people can watch, you know, watch it via the link. So it isn't uploaded, it isn't... Um, readily accessible from their website. Oh, that sounds um, correct. Well, I would be interested in seeing that 
Um, this is Deborah in Western Washington. If there's any way you can send me a link, I'd be very grateful. Okay, so I'll work on that, um, getting that to you, um, to the community this week. And I'll see about getting that downloaded and, uh, and providing a link. Thank you. Okay. A couple other questions from callers. Hi, welcome everyone. Do you have a question or comment? Hello. Yes, who's there? Hi, I would like to see a YouTube video uh, which um, would be an educational outreach to the public uh, with a very simple explanation of what it is to be a TI, and uh, including uh, interviews of personal stories of TIs, visits to their home, photo documentation of damage or or, um, evidence of of particular um, tampering in their homes, uh, or photo documentation and medical evidence of uh, physical damage that uh, has been done to different TIs. Um, And I understand not everyone uh, is able to get a diagnosis, but there are so many people who have visible uh, damage. And um, I think just one photo can convey Mm -hmm. much more than many words. And I think if people could see some of the mutilation disfigurements uh, that have taken to TIs, that it would invoke um, probably great outrage and engage people to participate uh, and to get interested in, in this cause. People who, are, who may not be affected. Um, there are many um, uh, groups uh, that would be interested in, a, in this as a civil rights, as a human rights and I think um, I think a good place to start with a YouTube video, uh, TIs and others would be able to uh, copy it and present it to their uh, religious communities, who are often the type of people who want to help others who are in awful situations like like we TIs are in, and uh, it could be something that. Um, you know, you could invite people to come see or share with them or, or, or pass on. And I think with that, the word's going to get out. Uh, okay, when, when yeah. You know, actually, that is, that's an excellent, excellent idea. I get your idea. Uh, that is, that's an excellent idea. We could have like an outreach uh, night. And wow, that, that is, uh, that's amazing. Uh, I remember those days when we used to have films, you know, outreach films, and we go to like a, um, someone's uh, a building somewhere, a room where an organization has reserved, and we have meetings, and we have a film, and then we have a discussion out afterwards. But usually, that's a central location. But I've not re- not really had that over the web. But now that is uh, that will be an amazing uh, event. And um, yeah, we have YouTube's um, has YouTube capability, 
And uh, we actually could, you know, if there's a video that we'd like to present to the public that would uh, present our issues and then maybe afterwards have a discussion uh, where people could ask questions about the targeting, where TIs could share, and those that are new to this information um, could, uh, you know, could talk about it with us. That would be an excellent, uh, uh, that's an excellent idea. We could have like, you know, be like an outreach night or something like that. Is that what you're saying? I, I think a YouTube video that, that could be used as an outreach to inform the public of uh, this great terrorism that's taken place with, and I think visual presentations are so powerful. Uh, if if people could see, like, uh, there's a few uh, few ladies that I I've, I've talked with on these calls who have, like myself, undergone physical changes that are I call them Frankenstein or Jeffrey Dahmer-esque. They're so awful. Uh, right now. Um, I've had my, my eyes microwaved for over, I call it microwave because I don't know what else it is, but for over three years, and my eyes are practically the size of dimes now. And I don't know how much longer I can stay alive because I think the goal here is to cause such atrophy to the blood vessels and the circulatory system in the eyes or the body that I'll just have a stroke. My head, I can literally, and know this is hard to believe, I can literally fit my, the, the back of my head into my hand. Just the way, you know, you hold a baby, you put the baby's head into one hand, and then the other hand holds the baby's uh, 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 torso or body. Uh, and my head is microwaved so badly, systematically, for over three years now, that my head is act the back is actually that small, and um, other areas I of my body are absolutely um, it would be shocking for anyone to see, and also X-rays would easily substantiate what I've been through. Um, my neck was microwaved so severely. And I've been cooked by whatever is going on here in this house that mm-hmm. I don't have a neck. And the whole the whole point is, I've talked to a few uh, sisters. Uh, uh, I call them sisters. Uh, there were a few women of color that uh, shared they're having the same type of trauma to their bodies uh, that I'm having. I haven't heard anyone else that have had such extreme. Um, Injury or um, hello, really sickening, but it's going on. And I think if people could see it, it would really wake up. I think it would get a lot of people wanting wanting to help out if they could. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, we kind of get the idea. So, but anyway, we do need to move along. We have some people waiting to speak. But uh, thanks for your uh, suggestion. Yes, is there? Do you have a question or comment? Hi. First of all, thank you for the topic tonight, and you must must have been reading my mind. This is Anita, because I was thinking that cause I'm always on the website, 
and, you know, you put some um, links up to some YouTube videos, and I thought about that, the webinars would be a great idea. And if I could just segue into what she was talking about, I think one great topic that we should have as a webinar is health issues. It may be a series of uh, of webinars because it's such a, a broad topic um, of different health issues that we have, you know what I mean? Maybe we could survey, and I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what she was talking about because I think she's talking about the health-related issues due to the radiation and the microwave and not just presenting them but what we can do about those, you know what I mean, those health issues right. on our own or through making connections to other doctors, you know. I think that would be, um, you know, because we're always talking about food, the kinds of food that we should eat, that we should stay away from, uh, vitamins, any supplements that we can take, and to be able to oh, have yeah, That's a good idea, yeah. Uh-huh. Especially like uh, now Chris. Uh, now Chris, the nutritionist, now he has uh, all these supplements that he ta- he talks about a lot. So he would be great you know, as far as presenting. You know. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's some other um uh, homeopathic doctors that maybe we can get in contact with also that specifically deal with, uh, you know, natural ways that we can heal ourselves from this. So I'm just thinking about that. And also maybe because, you know, we do current events, but it would be nice to have this, um, the webinars because it will become, you know, often when we hear events from the, um, um, you know, like say if you do a webinar, you can always come on if you hear something instead of us waiting the Saturday Saturday to hear it, um, Derek, we can hear it from you instantly through the webinar. You know what I mean? Like how you could send a text as a webinar tonight. If there's some breaking news that we want to hear from you, that's a great way to use the webinars also. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Mhm. Okay, well thanks for sharing that, uh, Anita. Mhm. Um uh, okay, uh Anyone else with a question or comment, uh, ideas, what have you? May I say I would also love to see a webinar program uh, in which um, legal advice could be presented or um, familiarize TIs with different laws that relate to their situation. That's a good one. Legal advice, that's... uh, that's a good topic, yes, absolutely. Hello? Yes. Hi, this is Dolores from out in Jersey. Oh, this is who from Jersey? Dolores. Did you say Dolores? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi, Dolores. Um, what I wanted to say is um, I don't think there can be enough on um, gathering evidence because as we get new TIs, Right. You know, it, it, that's a very hard. I know for myself, I've been listening to the calls for quite a while. But even that, you know, going back over it, even as a refresher for some of us that are older ones or new techniques. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. That will be a great one. Um, Thank you. Now there are some that have uh, pretty good evidence, um, and of course, um, you know, getting getting together a um, class action lawsuit has been the goal for years now. Mm-hmm. But um, the only thing about that is gathering enough um, exact evidence. We have to have precisely the same uh, circumstances in each case. And that's difficult to do because many of, you know, just about, well, actually every one of us has different circumstances. And, you know, to put together a lawsuit, 
um, the situations have to uh, have to match exactly. Mm-hmm. So we might look at uh, maybe taking those that have exact circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, say like have um, those that have their um, their scans from Melinda and their information from Dr. Standinger. Those individuals have a certain that fit a certain criteria, and maybe put them together into a class action lawsuit. It may not include everybody, but it would ha- it would include a certain set of the community that have exact matches in terms of um, their uh, their evidence, mm-hmm. uh, their circumstances, and so forth. Same defendants, they have to have um, all of that has to match up exactly um, if we want to. Uh, have a class action, so think, um, yeah. so that's kind of what we'll have to have mm-hmm. to kind of look for, right. and then we have to get a, a willing uh, attorney or law firm that would uh, be willing mm-hmm. to, to put in the investigative hours uh, mm-hmm. to kind of put together a, a class action, uh, a suit that would encompass everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about all the parameters of that. But it it would take a lot of work and 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 uh, a law firm probably that has um, a, uh, a a a um, a group of, of lawyers mm-hmm. that could um, you know kind of collaborate and put this together mm-hmm. because you know this is this is too much work I would say for a single attorney we'd have mm-hmm. to look at a class action uh, law firm that would mm-hmm. handle all the parameters and all of the uh, the variables for uh, a complicated lawsuit like we would have. So um, this is why we've not had one, because this is so complicated and there's so many factors involved and um, it's not easy to put something like this together, agencies and and um, so, you know, we just, we're kind of all, you know, all over the charts in terms of um, uh, factors that, um, in ways that we're targeted and so forth. So if we can get enough of these similarities together, then um, uh, if we can keep an attorney long enough, keep, keep their attention long enough, uh, maybe we could get somewhere with it. But um, so far we've not uh, managed to find uh, an, an, a law firm interested in uh, in all the work that will be involved. I think on Wednesday night's call, um, one of the ladies had mentioned that there was an attorney um, and she's, oh golly, I have to check my notes. There is a regular Elvira, is that her name? She's a regular Yeah, Elvira, and I think I know who you're talking about. And um, that individual is just, he's kind of new to our community. Uh, However, he is not an attorney. And I don't even think he's a paralegal. Uh, he's somebody that is familiar with the law. So um, he has some ideas about how we can go about uh, getting justice. Um, I'm not really uh, sold on his approach, which is basically you know, each and every TI in this community filing uh, some type of paperwork and flood the court system. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it's going to work, uh, uh, first of all, because we'll probably not get enough TIs to do it. And um, But I think there's got to be a better way than that, in my opinion. But anyway, that's that is his, that's his approach. Um, Derek? I, hello, Derek? Yeah. 
I think that um, if you think about some of the, the the great thing about some of the webinars that you'll be doing um, is that, for example, even on the health, taking I'm going back to the health. That's part of gathering evidence. You're putting information. Here's some uh, some um, uh, some di- uh, some things if you've been exposed to radiation poisoning, and you can have a kind of like here here's a checklist of things. And we see something in common across the board. That's something that we can take a look at um, and um, you know filing for our lawsuit. This is something okay being exposed to the radiation, even though we don't know who we're gonna sue, of course yet. But once we gather the information, you know, research that we've shared. Um, through these webinars, I think that's a. I think having the webinars is a good start. So. Okay, yeah, no, that that's a good idea. Um, you know, we can come together and share evidence, um, ideas for evidence gathering. Now, see, that is something that's important because a lot of PIs um, are a little bit confused, perhaps about or are kind of unsure about how to gather evidence, what constitutes evidence. Mm-hmm. And basically, that is um, basically that's anything that will show uh, uh, that uh, someone is doing something against you. And you can you can do that in a number of ways. You can use pictures. You can use videos. Um, you could, um, uh, you know, if someone is on your property, if you can get a video of that. If somebody's tampering with your car, if you have a video of that. Someone's trying to cause you an act, cause an accident. Some people have video cams in their car, in their vehicle. And mm-hmm. I've seen these videos where people are coming into their lane and so forth. You know, all of that is evidence. Uh, license plates, you know, that is evidence. Um, you, what you basically have to go for in terms of evidence, which is why there's really so there's not that much of it in our community that would hold up in court is you have to catch someone in the act of doing harm to either you or your property. Mm-hmm. So that is that is difficult to impossible in most instances because what the perpetrators are doing is covert and it is it's at a remote location. Right. Okay. But also maybe we could take a look at what well, another webinar is technology. Technology we can use to gather evidence. Maybe that's Okay, so what Right. Well, so what has uh, been happening is that recently is there that there are some in the technical uh, arena that have been able to, um, with uh, with their ham radio, actually been able to pick up the signals that the uh, perpetrators are targeting them with. And uh, I know one guy is able to do that because he was a lifelong ham radio operator, but he's kind of like in a Star Wars battle with them. Uh, he picks up their signal and he sends it back to them, which cancels their signal, the same exact signal. And uh, he actually sends a signal that harms them. So he's kind of like uh, in a unique position uh, to be able to not only defend himself but go on the offense, which many of us are not able to do. Um, but he is actually in um, uh, an actual Star Wars with these uh, perpetrators. Um so he's somebody so that he, that could that could help us help could help in terms of gathering evidence. He could he can actually uh, pick up a signal. Someone, so are there is he going to teach classes on how to do that? Um, he could if 
but uh, he is um, mostly involved with trying to keep himself safe. Oh, and I'm sure. He's that is you know consuming a lot of his energy. Um, he actually attended last year's conference that was in June of last year, and uh, he helped some people there with his equipment he brought brought with him. So um, he's um, he's been uh, he's been going through a lot physically. He's been he's been injured to some extent. So he's been kind of uh, moving around to keep himself safe. So I haven't really seen or heard a lot of him lately, but I have heard about him from other people that tell me about his condition and what he's doing uh, to kind of uh, keep safe. So um, he is somebody that's that's really, you know, because he has this this technical savvy, the perks just kind of uh, after him all the more. So if we had an army of people that had his ability, we might have a chance of uh, of getting somewhere. But anyway, that's, uh, those with those type of skills are very few and far between. May I yeah. ask if you have tried the ACLU or the, these are opposite groups, the ACLU. ACLU, that's, that was 10 years ago. And every uh, about every uh, GI that contacts us has been to the ACLU, and they've been to all the major uh, human rights groups. They've been to the FBI, they've been to the police, they've been to the congressmen. You know, all of that was you know, we did all that ten years ago. How about the um, another group that has really been very successful in many of their court? Um, efforts is the ACLJ, which is a non-profit, and right. uh, been really, they're really powerful. Uh, um, Derek? Yeah, they are. And, Derek, uh, well, on, Derek yeah, hold, this is Karma. Hold on one second. Let me respond to that a little bit. Um, yeah, I've heard of them, and I've seen some of their work, and um, they are... Um, they're very instrumental in helping a certain set of, of activists, uh, not TIs, but um, people that are out there protesting. And, you know, the, you know, when they get arrested, they uh, contact this group and, you know, they help them t- with their court cases and so forth. Uh, these are people that are on the front lines of activism, you know, protesting the war and, and nuclear facilities and so forth. Um, now, whether they would... Uh, help us in terms of covert activity, um, I don't know. Uh, they are extremely busy with what they are doing with the overt activities, and for them to take this on, um, I, I don't think they they would, and um, although I don't know if anyone that has contacted them uh, directly. In recent years, they have been uh, involved in human rights issues of human trafficking and human imprisonment. And I think uh, that a lot of we TIs uh, are prisoners and we are being electronically imprisoned. And that I think that could be incorporated in, I wonder if that could be incorporated in a law of, of human, uh, tra- human trafficking, if it could be somewhere, you know, related in, a, in, in some type of um, law, because they do, they are similar. They're, they were slavery and imprisonment. 
electronic yeah, uh, they're similar. They're similar, and, you know, actually we could... Actually, this is what's happening in Richmond. Our issues are being incorporated into the human trafficking uh, section of um, one of their facilities. Uh, so, I mean, what's happening to us is a type of human trafficking, and it can be incorporated into um, any type of human rights activism in this regard. So, um, so that's something that we're looking at as we start to um, um, reach out to cities in terms of specific help for TI. So, yeah, it's possible that we could look at those areas. For the lady who's talking, I think it's the way that you, I think it's the way that you go about it because um, I have opened some uh, cases up that have been approved, some civil rights cases, and they have been approved, and they're going forward with them. And part of the technology is being looked at. And I think it's the way that you go about in doing it. But they've been they've been approved and they are going through with it. So it depends on how you approach it. So if you if you just put it saying I'm a TI and this is the way it is, forget it. But if you you have to look at the validity and exactly what that's being done, and then if you say and see this is what and you show them pictures and show them what's going on and say see, this is part of it, then they include it. Yeah, so much of getting assistance uh, for our issues is uh, is what you say and how you say it, and what you do and how you do it. That's kind of all I tell you, because we, we're pretty much in uncharted waters in whatever we do. We are having to create a niche for ourselves and an activism and everything else because it's just not there, basically, which is why we've not been able to get assistance. So we're having to create our own set of um, parameters for um, acquiring assistance. As um, as, as uh, Karma was just saying, it's, it's how you do it your material. Now. Uh, and a, you have to present it in a way that is um, acceptable to um, the program that already is. And whoever she went to, she had to present herself, present the material in something that was similar to what was already there. That and, is correct. Uh, right. So, and this is what Amy did in Richmond. Uh, and, and that's why she was able to kind of be shoehorned into the human trafficking section of this facility, it's similar It's similar enough to where the caseworker says, well, this isn't human trafficking, but this is what we'll do. We'll create this for, for the target individuals. I will take the time and uh, gather the laws that you guys need to look at uh, to get help. And I will you know, come up with a protocol for you uh, to get assistance from various departments, et cetera, et cetera, and I will meet with you, Amy, once a week, and we'll develop this program for TIs. You can refer TIs to us, and we will help them. So it's, it's it so much depends on what you say and how you say it, what you do, and how you do it. 
Um, and and at least for me, I don't know what they're going to do. All they did is took the information. They they took they took the information and put it in with the information, and they just looked at it and they said that's despicable. That's all they said. So I didn't make an a judgment. I didn't give them the words. They just looked at it and went, "Man, you had to put up with that." And that's I I'm going to let them bring the words to the table of what that is. Okay, I will kind of uh, cite an example of what you say of what to say. Uh, cite an example of it's uh, uh, of what I mean by it's what you do, how you do it, what you say, and how you say it. Um, Connie Marshall basically um, went to her council people. And she wanted to do what uh, Amy Anderson did to receive assistance. Basically, her and a few activists in the Louisville area, um, she she hand-wrote, she told me, uh, a letter and took it down to their offices. And they had requested an audience with four of their council people uh, to discuss their issues. Okay, ultimately they were denied, and uh, I'm not sure of the reason she did not share that. But what I would recommend, guys, is your approach is just, it makes such a difference. I would not try a group approach with with council representatives. I would would meet with them one at a time. well, particularly in Connie's, uh, Connie's situation, she is somebody that's well-known to the city as somebody that's a troublemaker. So they basically got together and talked themselves out of any type of meeting with her. However, if she had requested a meeting with one of them at, at a time, she might, and I, you know, I can only say might, she might have had a chance to meet with one of them, but not four of them because they would, they probably just talked themselves out of meeting with her. So um, so basically she decided to go down to council during the public meetings and and put them on the spot again, uh, which they declined to, uh, to become involved with her. Um, so for Connie, it would be difficult for her to get a meeting with the representatives. However, there is a way that she can do that, but... Um, if someone other than her in her city were to request a meeting, there is a chance that they could start their meetings that way. But her uh, getting a meeting is probably nearly impossible because of her reputation uh, being in the news and and so forth. So, um, so much again is what you say, how you say it. We have to approach, you know, whatever we do strategically in order to be, in order to be successful. Change subject just a little bit, going back to to uh, you said that uh, uh, this is you know you're breaking ground here. Okay, is someone asking a question? This territory um, that you're you're breaking ground on, um, there has been a challenge in the courts, and it was found that um, the government was it was said that the government has the right to perform non-conceptual experimentation on uh, American citizens. 
but I would contend that this is not experimentation. It's for many of us, it's unauthorized surgery or surgical procedures because we're having muscle and tissue that's being cut by this energy forces and microwave surgery and other kinds of um, injuries performed on the body. This is an experimentation. I would, I would, I would hope there would be a, a way to legally change that definition because it, it's false and it's misleading. And I would well, literally if, if I were you, if I were you, I would not uh, attempt a human experimentation approach. Uh, in, the, in the first place, that would be difficult to prove that someone, um, an agency or whoever was running an experiment. How do you know they were running an experiment? I would go for criminal charges. What, what's happening to you is a, is a criminal offense. And um, because you're being injured, that's proof enough. You don't, need to, you, know, you don't need to prove what they were doing. So I would, I would go an easier route you know, try for criminal charges. Based on what the what the lady is stating, she's talking, just listening to what she's saying, she needs to do the, the approach of what Amy's talking about. But she, she's just listening to what she's stating. Um, she's in the same group as what Amy is. Um, she needs... Only because I'm I'm hearing what she's saying. I don't know what her name is, but based on what she's just what she's describing, I think what needs to happen is some of the ladies that are having those kind of symptoms. I think we need to I think we need to get together and start talking with each other. Because those kind of symptoms are the same as the ladies that were in California. I don't know where that particular lady lives, but I, I'm in Michigan. I'm you live in Michigan. Um, I know that there are ladies up there that yeah, are experiencing things like that. The thing, the thing about it is that if you're going. Unless you have um, a specific person that is doing it to you, it will be difficult to press charges. Um, if you feel it's an agency, then you're talking about a lawsuit. You can't really um, press criminal charges against NSA. You can try to get money from them if you can prove they're doing it. Okay, Derek, who are this lady is? Derek? Um, whoever this lady is, have her give me a call. There's something I know that she doesn't know, and I'm not going to tell it in, to the whole group. But there's, there's, if she's in Michigan, I have information that she needs I think that would help her. I would like to say in my particular situation, uh, and I'm not alone in this, it's going on all over the country. Um, mine, it begins with... Um, with organized crime, or it begins with a particular crime group who makes payments. I think what happens, um, there's a very strong appearance 
there are either there are favors or payments made. Uh, I guess it's called extrajudicial killing. And see, it's so extrajudicial, gen, uh, extrajudicial um, gen, genocide. It's my whole family. It's friends. It's people that we are in association with. And it's so volatile um, that the only reason I haven't had law, there, I would be a very wealthy woman at this point uh, because of the lawsuit. I haven't been able to do a lawsuit because of death threats, serious death threats, big by people who are well-connected, well-financed. And you might know some of their names. You may not know. But this situation is that serious. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a situation I would love to take on. Oh, I can't tell you. But I recognize the fact if I do nothing, people are going to get killed. If I do something, people will die. If I don't do anything, people are going to die. But, you know, that's a, that's a real heavy um, burden to have on your shoulders. And I pray constantly for a wisdom and, and to make right decisions. But, you know, this is a war. It is, it is, this, they are terrorists. This is treason. I mean, our country is, it's such a sad state. It's just well, you know what? As far as, as the threats go, um, people are threatened all the time. A lot of it is, is uh, to frighten you. Um, if you have evidence and you have enough to, to prove your case in court, I would say do not let the threat stop you. As you say, you know, people will be killed either way, whether you do nothing or whether you do something. If you feel you can get justice, if you feel that you can um, get some convictions and you can prove your case, I would say do it. That's what I would, you know, I would, if I were you, I would. But just remember, media and legal issues are the most attacked and seriously threatened people. It's a um, it's a machine. It's a um, it's an employment agency. It is it is is a powerful network that goes not only across the country. It's international. And, um, One thing you could do to make yourself safer is find similar victims, uh, other victims who are also uh, victimized by this uh, network. And if you search around, you might be able to find some. So that will take some of the pressure off of you and your family. It's amazing how many people who are being victimized or who know what's going on um, clam up, quit their job, move away, will not acknowledge what's happening. I've seen people being terribly injured by this um, electromagnetic microwave terrorism, whatever you want to call it, and they will not acknowledge it for fear. And my thought is they're not going to go away. It's already, They've already made their decision. It's already been set up and they're going to continue till you're dead. 
So not talking about it or acting like it's not really happening, maybe it is effective to a certain degree. I I don't know. On the other hand, I think if you open your mouth for more of a threat, if you have evidence they consider you a threat, some people feel that, you know, keeping documentation is dangerous in this situation. How far does the surveillance go? It's everywhere in my community. It's in your home. It's in your car. It, it, it's in every market, every drugstore, school, library, children's uh, playground, children's uh, um, pediatric uh, office, hospital emergency room. Um, it's everywhere. Okay, well, I want to say this, and then I want to get back to our our subject, and that is that um, you'll be safer and you'll be a lot more effective if you can round up other victims uh, that are exactly in your situation that will be willing to stand with you, and you can find them. You have to know where to look, and uh, once you gather enough of them, it will probably make you and your family safer. So that's that's what I would recommend that you do. If you have specific evidence and uh, incriminating evidence against who your, whoever your defenders are, defendants rather. These people, um, I'll just be real short here because I know this, you have other things to talk about. But um, no kidding, they've they've blown up houses, they've set houses on fire. They've killed people every way you can imagine. And I know that it, it, it's only by the grace of God that it has not happened to me yet. And, and so, you know, this is, it's a, when I say volatile, you can't even begin to, the threats to right. my children. Well, yeah, um, yeah. It'll, it'll be that way um, as long as it, it, what their activities remain secret. Once uh, you start to gather evidence, gather other victims, and you start to speak out, that changes the dynamic, and they have to be more careful about what they do. Mm-hmm. If you have specific evidence that would incriminate people, then you have um, you have something to back, back you up, and that would back them up as well. So um, you have to approach this strategically, we're kind of we're outnumbered, we're out uh, we're outgunned in this battle. So we have to be strategic in what we do in order to be successful. I think the the biggest weapon that is used against the TIs, um, and this would be an interesting uh, program uh, for a webinar, would be um, how the enemy, and when I say enemy, I mean the forces that are against our liberation from this terrorism, they play the mental illness card. So, in other words, you know how the, what the law that, is. That can only take them uh, so far. That can only take them so far. All you need is one witness to stand with you. I've never seen a case where... Um, Someone was dragged off to the psych ward that had someone, at least one other person to support their story. I've never seen that happen. It's always when someone is alone. 
you and one other person is an army. You've got to understand that. That's the first strategy. Okay, I'm getting back to our topic now. We're talking about um, webinars and ideas for, um, for upcoming webinars in the future. We've gotten some really great ideas so far. Star 8 is the request to talk feature on your phone if you'd like to speak and, uh, and share your ideas. Hey, Derek, I just wanted to, it's not relating to the webinar, I'm sorry, but about 15 minutes, you lit my fire. You just, I concur with you when you say that everybody's situations are different and you have to be strategic and careful of how you go about whatever you're going through. So I give you, thank you for saying that because it's so true for so many of us. Okay, you're welcome, Jeannie. Okay, um, any other just, thoughts? Just uh, one more question. I thought somebody spoke from New Jersey. Is that true? I was looking for people to join. So did somebody speak from New Jersey? Okay, is that Suda? Yeah. Okay, are you making a question or a comment? No, actually, I just asked for help. Like, uh, did anybody speak from New Jersey? I thought another lady spoke from New Jersey. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, we, could you hold your thought until we finish this topic, and then we'll get back to you. Thanks. Okay. Uh, right now, we want to talk about, at least for the next half hour or so, let's stay on the topic of webinars. And so far, we've had some really great ideas from some people, but I want to make sure that uh, those with ideas get to share them and uh, so that we can um, start to plan for some really great webinars coming up. Okay, we have a couple of people that want to talk, so hold on just a second. Okay, um, I've unmuted a few people if you have some questions or comments about the webinar. Well, uh, Derek, I don't have nothing to say about the webinar, but I got something else to contribute uh, later on. I guess in another half hour if I can stay woke because I've been up since 3 o'clock there working, but uh, I'll wait till another half hour and uh, I'll mute myself right now. Okay, all right, we'll come back and, and uh, hear what you have to share. Gary, thank you for unmuting me. Um, when you are done with the webinar information, I'd like to know more about Ellen White or Eleanor White. What happened okay. to her? Everything. So I, I'm curious about that. But the webinar—that's an excellent idea. I just don't have any um, suggestions, so I'll pass the floor. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, we want to, want to hear from those that have ideas. Uh, we don't have to stay on this topic all night. Um, we've got um, some... Um, David, uh, can we mention something about guest speakers, maybe various sure. guest speakers we can have? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, even, even, with, even among our group, we have some people who are knowledgeable who may want to come on and share their story or share, you know, some technique that they um, do, you know, that is... Uh, 
that's a best practice, as we say in teaching. You know what I mean? We have a wealth of information. You know, like you said, nobody's an expert, but we also have some people among the group who have some great ideas that they may be able to share through a, a webinar. Right. Absolutely. Hey, Derek. Deborah. Oh, hi, Deborah. Hey. I guess I'm kind of touching on uh, Anita's thing. I'd like to see uh, uh, our various committees uh, hold a webinar one day and open it to the TI community, maybe our medical committee or our technology committee. That's a great great idea. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, the medical, is that what you said? Yeah, any of the committees that we could just have general uh, questions for the committee members uh, once in a blue moon. That's, hey, yeah, that's a great idea. And we do need to, get, need to get back to the medical. We haven't heard from them for a while. And uh, that's usually a popular program because yeah. so many of us have medical uh, issues. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, looks like we're kind of um, winding up with ideas, but let me uh, just make a last call for ideas about webinar topics. Uh, if any of you would like to share, um, we have some great ones so far. Um, I'll just kind of list what I have here. Um, an outreach video, someone suggested, it's a great idea. Um, Let's see, someone talked about uh, uh, medical personnel, and uh, that would be good. Uh, health issues, uh, supplements, and, and, and so forth, how we can uh, take care of ourselves, et cetera. Uh, legal advice, someone suggested, and if we can get enough uh, legal people together, we can. Uh, that would be really interesting. And uh, as well as... Uh, Gosh, if I can read my handwriting. <laughs> oh, gathering evidence, evidence gathering. Now, that is always a, a, a good topic because I get uh, questioned about that all the time. How do you gather evidence? Well, that's one of the most difficult things and one of the most important things that we as TIs can do because, and that's that's why this is nearly the perfect crime because because they operate at a remote location, they can nearly get, um, get uh, completely away from this, you know, with this crime and not get caught. And this is why they've not been uh, challenged in all of these years. It's because they don't have to be in our face to create. Hey, Listen, by gathering evidence for that, that's exactly what I want to talk about, man. Because uh, anybody that's got, got a phone or, or, or your personal phone or your computer at your house, and if they jam in your signal, see, that's what they were doing to me. I got my phone. I got unlimited data, 4G. Okay, when I'm not at home, I get perfect signal, 4G, everywhere I went, right? And so they, I, they start jamming my phone signal at my house, okay, 4G. I couldn't get 4G or nothing. So what I did, I called my, my phone carrier, and I explained to them. I said, look, I'm not paying for this because at my house I can't get 4G or no, or no internet or nothing. So they, what they did on my phone carrier, I said I wasn't going to pay. So what they did, they got a technician now that's working particularly at my residence that's checking my signal. And see, 
They say if they find out who who jamming me, it's against FCC rules. I want everybody to hear this because you might be having the same situation. So it's against FCC rules for them to upset any kind of uh, uh, wireless on the, on the network, on the superhighway. That's against the law. Because if I would have got a jammer and started jamming their signal, guess what? They would come at me for doing that, right? So the people that's doing it to me, they're going to be found out in about a week or two. And I'm pressing charges on them. And, FCC, and my phone carrier is going to get them, too, for jamming my signal. It's against the law. So that's a good food for thought. That's how you can catch it. Because I got a technician working on my case specifically, tracing my signal from my house. I'm going after my folks, y'all. So that's, I advise y'all to do the same thing. That's, that's what I had to share. Okay, all right, Wesley. And please let us know how the um, status of your case. You know, if we can prove who is doing it, that is really the key um, in all of our cases, who is doing the harm. So uh, absolutely. And that's the way to do it. Um, gathering evidence that would incriminate the perpetrator if you can identify who they are, that's basically what we're trying to get to. Because believe me, that's against FCC rules. If y'all paying for y'all internet and your phone and they jamming your signal, you shouldn't have to pay for your phone or your internet for somebody else to be jamming your signal. So your carrier can get, because uh, they just got AT&T for slowing up people's signals. Okay, that's what AT&T was doing. They caught them when people uh, they had unlimited data. AT&T was so slowing people's signal. So uh, we getting some good help, y'all. They get what I and charge them a hundred million dollar lawsuit. So uh, things looking up, y'all. So whoever is all having the same problem, I'm getting talk to your carrier and explain them that you're not gonna pay no money for nobody uh, uh, not to get your service. How you doing, Derek? Uh, hi, hi, everybody. This is Antonio in New Jersey. Actually, Wesley, I'm having that same problem with uh, T-Mobile. For the past three and a half years, I'm on my fifth HTCMAs. I basically had service for about a year. They have all my complaints. Right now, I'm going to the county court to subpoena T-Mobile to get all the complaints I made to T-Mobile. And I called up the FCC about five times already. And what they told me... The only thing they keep saying if I want to make a complaint against T-Mobile, and I even told them, I said, so you're talking, and basically they keep telling me if it's not a jammer jamming 10 cell phones or more, that they they can't do anything. I called up the FBI. I've called up the F FTC. I basically called up every agency, and they basically don't even want to hear it. So right now, I even told the FCC, I told them this. So you're telling me that I could basically hack into satellites, I can hack into cell phone towers, I can hack into Wi-Fi, I can hack into Bluetooth, and I can get away with it. And basically, the lady on the call, she, she had no comment. So she basically said, yes, you can do that. And that's, that's ridiculous. So right now, I'm going to court. I'm going to subpoena T-Mobile for my records. I have, with T-Mobile, they actually print out a record of everything. Every phone call I make, every email, every text, it says whatever data I use or whatever phone calls I use. It doesn't say the information, but basically it's always like a five-page thing of every every single minute or every single, you know, it, it, it's all there on record. So I have all those records. I never threw them out, but actually I'm subpoenaing T-Mobile, and i got to pay $300 now just to subpoena them to go to court. But I want to get all the phone calls. I must have made at least 100 phone calls to T-Mobile 
and they've been trying to work with me. They even gave me a cell phone booster, and these people, I put my cell phone on top of the cell phone booster. They still block my signal. Um, well, I see, actually, it I might not be T-Mobile, so you need to tell T-Mobile to check your signal because there might be somebody jamming you, whoever perking you, like Man, they're trying to this, do me. I, I actually I have two videos. I used a tri-field meter, and um, I had the phone tap hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker. And you see, you see the tri-field meter pinning, and basically what they did, they're using a DOS attack and an IMSI catcher stingray. DOS attack is a denial of service because with the phone tap, they blocked out my microwave pulse, and then they were sending like a five-in-one pulse into the phone. And I basically have two videos of this. I even I went to the T-Mobile store. Now the guy, the guy at T-Mobile store was telling me, well, I don't think you're a perfect match for our company. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, now I'm going full boat, and I'm going to subpoena, get those records, I'm going to hold T-Mobile because T-Mobile, the only thing they can do, the perps have been intercepting my call. So half the times it seems like I'm talking to the perps and not even to the FCC or T-Mobile technical support. And I even got a track phone. About a month and a half ago, I was making a phone call, and it said on the phone, set divert call, which basically my calls were getting diverted somewhere else. It said it right on the phone. And they both used the GSM technology and that's what the IMSI Catcher Stingray hacks into. It basically sets up as a fake cell phone tower and picks off your call to the cell phone tower. So it acts like a cell phone tower. And what it does, it takes that 4G, drops it down to 2G, and then they hack into your phone. And right now, I'm going to fill out the paperwork. I'm going to go to court. I'm going to represent myself. And I'm going I'm to subpoena T-Mobile. And then I'm going to hold the FCC accountable for not investigating this because they should be investigating this. This is a federal crime. And basically, that's why I stuck with T-Mobile for three and a half years. Whoever's hacking my cell phone has basically hit me with these uh, pain rays, and I could basically kill two birds with one stone if I could get somebody to investigate it. And it is the FCC's problem. They should okay, be. Okay, focus on thing. you, Antonio. They, I would say focus yeah. on Focus on the, the criminal. Focus on whoever is doing this to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you get sidetracked on the FCC, you're just going to burn yourself out and get nowhere. Well, I want them to actually, basically, if they were to investigate it and track down this signal of whoever's blocking my cell phone, they're going to catch the perpetrators that are hitting me with these pain rays. So it's almost okay. like killing two birds with one stone right there. And that's why I stuck with T-Mobile throughout all these years, because everybody kept telling me, oh, why don't you just switch companies? Well, I want to try and get, I wanted to try and get T-Mobile to track these people down. And the one time I was talking to technical support, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to do a 72-hour trace on your phone, and anybody hacks into your phone, we'll track them down and we'll catch them. And I think at that time, because then I talked to another uh, technical support the next day for T-Mobile, and the guy's like, oh, the only thing we do is check out the cell phone towers to make sure that they're up and running. So the, the first guy that I was speaking to was actually one of the perpetrators. He hacked into my phone. And I, I basically my fifth cell phone, I bought it. I just activated it at T-Mobile. I didn't even walk out the door. My phone started heating up and the signal went dead. I had my phone on for about five minutes. It already got hacked into 
And that's why I'm going to hold T-Mobile and the FCC accountable. And I'm, I'm just going to spark a little fire under the FCC's butt because they sell these frequencies and they don't regulate anything. They're saying if it's not a jam or jam it tells 10 cell phones or more, that they can't, they, it's, it's not worth their time to come and investigate, which is a bunch of, it's a bunch of bull to me. Because they should be, you know, they should be regulating what they sell. And it seems like they don't, they don't you know, they don't care. But Wes, you keep going with that because that's that's a good point. That's you know, that's the path I'm taking right now. Okay, well, Antonio, we want to get back to our topic for uh, a little bit, and then we can okay. get back to you a little bit later. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Derek. Sorry about that. All right. Um, okay. Well, what, last call for those who have ideas about our webinars, upcoming ideas. Um, we have about oh, looks like about six suggestions here, which are very good and uh, some ideas that could keep us uh, busy for a while. But so uh, if you have anything additional, uh, feel free to start adding your phone to join our discussion. Okay, I do. This is interrelated what Wesley and Antonio were talking about. Realize a syndicate that's worldwide uh, basically has coerced through federal level, which is infiltrated by the syndicate, coerced law enforcement, giving them better equipment that they can do their jobs well, but also making them do things that they probably aren't liking. And one of the factors in that is using Stingray, which is what Antonio is describing, where you're doing phone taps. You actually have a an intercepting cell tower that can do what a cell tower does in picking up the call and relaying it and all that or not letting it relay. So what it is is it's all set up with subcontractors and the subcontractors become a smoke screen. So placing the liability on one group for the whole ball of wax is not going to happen. That's why they set it up and that's what's made it harder. At this point I suggest a webinar focusing on cell phones, their capabilities, what people are using them for against us. We're at a point where the the 5G phones are capable of being portable cell towers. And for those that are implanted, which is probably, as Magnus Olsen says, at least 80% of the population, with older or newer technology to implant somebody and wireless frequency interface. Everybody's hooked up everywhere from one means or another. So I suggest having a webinar that really covers um, the phones, everything wireless, smart meters, and how to get them off your house. I'm getting my mask off my house. Oh. And what and what type of towers? I've received a report uh, from reactions from firemen that were angry, arguing, confused. One fireman was so confused by what was happening to him that he couldn't do CPR. And so this whole report stated all the effects, appetite, sleep, mood swings, all these different things. 
and then they show the picture of a, a tower that just has an antenna like the old telescopic antennas on our cars in the 60s and the 70s, um, probably about 140 feet high. It's not an erector set type metal frame. It's a round tubular thing that's tapered. Uh, those are the ones that are putting off mind control effects and causing a lot of the effects to people, uh, getting people more aware of where those are, going to antennasearch.com and finding what types of towers are in your area, what frequencies they're putting out. And then those who are going around with detection equipment, you'll find things. And we can teach you how to use a magnetometer uh, app on your phones and see when there's everything from an airplane passing by that's shooting something at you to somebody two aisles over in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. um, I won't go into any more detail, but I think it would be a great webinar to put together a panel of, of all the smart people that can cover this for everybody and and understand the interconnected network and, and then go into how to protect yourself, <coughs> how to identify it. Because uh -huh. diplomatically, if somebody's a perp or not a perp, their phone can be being used along uh -huh. with the wiring and other systems that are in all these stores nowadays. If yeah. you can dip diplomatically walk up to people with your magnetometer app or a CC308 or whatever you're using, and say, look, this is putting out really dangerous levels. The the public's getting more aware. Uh, it's taken off like wildfire to reduce the intensity, if not get rid of Wi-Fi in schools because of complaints and symptoms in teachers and students and bad effects on the children that are showing up in their health. I agree with that. Well, that's a good point. Actually, Neil, I saw one of those towers that you mentioned. Uh, I checked it out to see a picture of it, and there's actually one at the next town over from me at the police station in the parking lot there. And I want to I wanna see what that's all about. Yes, I agree with that because I work in the classroom, and we have Wi-Fi, and I have students who are complaining. Um, they're actually being hit. Um, I have you know, cards and things riding around the class, around the school, you know, and we know that those are perp, but they're complaining about different um, symptoms. And um, I think that would be a great webinar to have because there's so much information in that. Um, also, Derek, I wanted to suggest that um, we could have a webinar um, for maybe for some of the women and the men too, um, on sexual harassment with these weapons. Um, that's a really, really big one. Um, we don't talk about it a whole lot, but um, that type of attack, you know, it can also have psychological um, symptoms behind it. So I think that that would be a great webinar to have. Um, also, maybe on one of those webinars, um, a psychologist um, and maybe a rape crisis center or something 
to to talk, try to um, answer some of the questions and to um, give relief to some of the people who are going through this because it's awful. It's happening to children. It's happening to women. It's happening to men. Um, and it's something that needs to be addressed. I agree with that, but more importantly, to be able to know how to deal with the feelings when you're dealing with those with what they're doing to you, to have a a, a, a toolbox of how to deal with the feelings with when you're being attacked. Okay, what would the name of that seminar be that you just described? Um. I think what she's re at. Oh, you, are, you, are you talking to me, Derek? Yeah, you just described uh, a seminar. Uh, what what would you call that? Um, I don't know. Well, I was saying it for sexual harassment with the with the weapons that are being used. I'm not, you know, I don't really know all the weapons that are being used. Oh, okay. So, all right, sexual harassment. Well, ma'am, Neil, who's on the call, uh, does know ways of protecting yourself. Have you tried shielding yet? Um, I saw some shielding, but I haven't found. I did some searching on my own, and um, through some private investigators, they have some uh, clothing and different things, but it's very expensive that you can use to block it. But, no, I didn't know about what's his name again. I'm sorry. Neil, can you please help us out here? Because there's a woman, she's not on the call, but I need to tell her, because I've heard you talk about using a pad and putting uh, magnets or velostat or something. Can you can you let us know? That will be so helpful for the community. Yeah, I mean, I would call the this particular webinar Symptoms and Protective Measures and cover as much as we can. And it will really jump on the the shielding section that's not done yet because it's been, you know, over a year of R&D researching 40 different topics to get rid of the confusion of what is doing which thing and which thing do I use to protect myself. Mm -hmm. It's just a giant project, but it would be so nice to see it hands-on and see it recorded because when I tell you all, if you go get the sticky pad electrodes um, for a 10 oh, the unit. Ten, the 10 units, but even that doesn't work as much. But I think also there needs to be a part, there needs to be a web, um, there needs to be a situation that has to do with the emotional part of that for these ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen too. Oh, yeah. I think that having, I think that having someone who can deal with it on a psychological level. Well, somebody think, was going to call. There was a woman's, women's call. Maybe that should just be brought up again and see if it sticks and people show up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, well, the thing is, though, that it's not just, it's a large majority of women being sexually um, assaulted, um, but there are men, too, who are being sexually assaulted with these weapons. So it's not just women. I just want to make. I just want right, and, and here's the thing, you know, the the proof is in the pudding, and so attention to detail is very important. And this has held me back from from writing a lot about shielding. And so what I thought of is, 
<clears throat> if I put a column that was the delivery system we think or could prove was doing it, what the symptoms are, and then the shielding effects, and then put a star rating like Amazon has. That's a good idea. And and that way you could say, you know, you'd see uh, well, reviews that were written up, well, this one sucked, it cost too much, and it only worked for three days. Yeah. And it would show a track record. But here's the real thing that I've had a problem with is getting people to understand clearly enough, do this, do it in this way. It has to be this way to get the effect that you want. So for a lady to report to me that she grounded the base of her spine and stopped sexual assault led me to uh, when they're trying to make me sexually excited, and I'm like, I don't feel that this should really be happening, so it must be unnatural. And I take a TENS unit, and I set it so that it cycles between 8 and 12 hertz uh, with my little $50 multimeter, mm. and it stops. So there's ways to disrupt. So I could say, if I do this 10 times and it proves that, then it's prob it's taking care of the problem. So if I tell people, this one lady told me she grounded from the base of her spine, then everybody goes, well, how do I do that? Get the TENS unit pad, stick it on the base of your spine, hook a wire up to the end of the wire, run it down to a heel strap. That's an anti-static strap you buy on Amazon for a few bucks so that it goes over the heel of your foot or your shoe. But then the detail is, if you're walking across the carpet, you're not getting grounded to the earth, so it's not bleeding off the electricity coming in, causing the effect of sexual excitement. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be even more involved when you start dealing with penetration and acoustic projection weapons. Mm -hmm. So it's Hello, to detail, and people reporting back to me, I did this exactly the way you told me. Mm -hmm. This is the results I got. And I'm not getting enough of that. Hello. Okay. okay. Well, Neil, what I found, everything that I've tried, it works for a short amount of time. They turn up the juice, and whatever I do, they just turn up the juice, and they win. So if, they, if, if they've got a, a level one, I use whatever. They turn it up to two, three, four, ten. Until they've got it, they've achieved what they want. Right, and I mean, so that's is, the best. That's the best feedback I can give you. Yeah, and and it is true. I mean, that is the track record. <clears throat> they have more volume room than we have shield room, so they just turn it up and it gets through what you're doing. But more mm -hmm. people reporting, you know, when out of desperation, it was you know really hard to hear women reporting what was happening to them. Uh, whether it was just, you know, to be sexually excited and keep you frustrated or actual penetration and, and, you know, the violation of it all. So out of desperation, I said, take a feminine pad, cover it in a few layers of Velostat or Linkstat, and run a strip of neodymium magnets down the top of that and then put a sock or something over it so that the Velostat or Linkstat doesn't touch you. Nobody reported back to me, well, I guess one person did, uh, that she got... Okay, I did that. I did it lasted about five minutes. <coughs> Hello, Nia. So then, Hello, it becomes, then it becomes, if you put six layers of link stat, mm. 
and you got the same result that didn't work. And, and I'm sorry the shielding section isn't done. I don't want to put inaccurate or unhelpful mm-hmm. money-wasting and time-wasting things down mm-hmm. in a document. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, Go ahead. Um, Neil, I just um, wanted to say, is there is it possible that you can – are you on the – on the website with the shielding information, or can you directly email me with some of that information? Well, I mean, uh, this has been the problem is that, first of all, I'd like to have reports confirming things that I'm not going through those symptoms, so I'm not just going to do it by hearsay if I hear okay. something a bunch of times. But the the shielding section is just a, a skeleton at this point. And and like I said, the format is going to be what the delivery system is, what the symptoms you're experiencing are, and then everything that's been proven to be at least a help to reduce the problem. Um, I like you. I like the uh, the idea that you brought up about having like a little, um, basically, you know, people putting in their their comments like. Um, What's it called? You know, a survey thing. If it works, if it doesn't work, you know. So at least you know we can get a bunch of people. They try out a certain thing. They say if it works, it doesn't work because, just like the one lady was saying, you know, it'll work for ten minutes, and all of a sudden they break through it. They're turning up the juice, basically. And that's what it seems like with a lot of stuff. Well, it is, and and you know, I mean, I've lost people in R and D because they're a, a major asset to our cause and they've been tortured or their pets have been tortured so badly that they had to get off the calls and not be able to interact. And so uh, I kept it a private call for technicians and engineers and did everything that I possibly could do, which can't be enough because of the surveillance capabilities they have on us, to protect them. And so it's the same thing. I thought to myself, if I can put together layers of links that put a little blow-up valve on it like a car tire or an inner tube has and people go out and buy helium and you make your own panels by laminating the edges of two pieces of Linkstat or Velostat and then you blow them up with helium. Okay, well, what if that worked so well and you're in there sleeping and you're happy and everything, but as soon as you get out, they half kill you. So then it became, if we go too far and they get around things, we're going to put ourselves too much in harm's way. So in all honesty, strategically, just like legal and media, you can only go so far in doing what you're doing. And you have to consider on the ratio of how much you can actually endure. And we all know when you can't endure, then you back off in whatever you're doing that's causing them to hit you harder. But it's getting more to a point where, you know, I mean, I felt for a long time I have nothing to lose. You stole my dreams and my life, so I'm going to do everything I can do till I'm done. I hear you on that. Oh, hi. So the, the, lady that, that, um, the lady that was giving the information, I'm sorry, um, and she was suggesting, she was talking to the other lady, and she said she had some information I don't know your name, but I was wondering if you could shoot me an email with some of that information. Hello, Derek. Hello, yeah. yes. Who's there? Hi, this is, I'm sorry, this is Anita. I, 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 as she was talking, I, and Neil was talking, I was thinking about, um, you could tell me, 
maybe something about uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, because a lot of us, because of the torturing and our experiences that we're having, may it be electronic rape or whatever else is happening to us, are very, you know, or I don't, I don't want to diagnose anyone, but dealing with the stress level that we have, you know what I mean, someone has considered it a post-traumatic stress syndrome. Um, is that something that maybe we can kind of look into or how to deal with the stress that, you know, how to deal with the, not the torture, but the stress, like the level of stress uh, yeah, that we have? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a, that's a major component of being a TI, you know, how to deal, uh, coping skills, basically, mm -hmm. and what we're dealing with every day. And there are many people that are stressed completely to the max. Yeah. So that is an, that is absolutely a great topic for mm -hmm. a lot and, of us. Right, and dealing with it in an effective manner. You know, many of us, you know, we lash out. We have loved ones. We're lashing out, and you know the frequencies that are being said to us. You know, the, I'm listening to the, my um, the sister talk about. I can hear the stress in her voice talking about you know her issue with the electronic rape, and it really leads to um, you know post traumatic stress that a lot of us have because of this. And I think that's a big component that we really have to deal with. So, um, you know, and um, how to heal from our situation, you know. I just wanted to bring that up. I think that's so important. Well, I think it would be an excellent point. I got a, uh, I got a uh, good discovery. Um, there was something that we missed when we watched that uh, Jesse Ventura special, I think, you know, a lot of people probably saw it, but um, there was a, a, a warehouse in San Diego that had, um, it was called IMF Block. Oh. And actually, I didn't actually miss it, but since I saw it at somebody else's house, I thought that, oh, okay, I'll just remember IM Block, San Diego something, and, and I'll figure it out later. And when I looked for it, I couldn't find it. But now I came up with the website, so um, it is that simple, imfblock.com, where it's the warehouse in San Diego that has a lot of products. So that mm -hmm. was one discovery. Is there any prices um, better than less EMF? You know, I, I, have, I just got on the website. That's why I'm, you know, as excited to tell everybody. So I haven't really compared anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everybody out there, do some comparisons because uh, less EMF is is overpriced, and a lot of their things they're they're not telling you if you spend nine hundred dollars on a canopy to cover your bed that uh, different frequencies are still going to go through the size of the holes, and your mattress is still being used as an antenna, mm -hmm. and it's not safe to plug into the wall uh, because the ground has low frequencies coming through it. So this would go into doing a seminar on, this is all interrelated, doing a seminar on mind control technology, the capabilities, and the signs to look for. So you wake up in the morning and you're angry or you're mm -hmm. apathetic. you got That's something right. on your mind, and they've mm -hmm. been subliminally artificial intelligence. When you look through all the mind control patents, and watch the evolution of what we do know about that's not classified. You can really, you know, pick up 90% of its capabilities. And so <clears throat> to, uh, 
two whistleblower TIs living together, I can tell you from personal experience, we go through very subtle divide-and-conquer strategies. And they'll, they'll play on predispositions that could go back to childhood and your vulnerabilities and current events that are bothering you and cause stress. And, and so then I'll say, okay, well, here's uh, strategy number 134. They're trying to turn us against each other again. Uh, give me a hug. I'll give you a hug. Let's hold hands and go somewhere else or do something different. Or, right. or or just wake up and, you know, don't be around anybody for a half hour. Gather your wits. Realize it's artificial that you've right. been, you know, put thoughts in your head and you're stirred up by it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to comment about what you just said, but I also want to tell you that what I can do, I can go get my uh, computer. It's downstairs. I'm already on the web page and I can uh, scan some of the products that they have on that site. But actually, I made another discovery that's exactly what you're talking about, but it's actually done in in, uh, action, which is basically Obama has this uh, information czar, and his name is Cass Sunstein, and he basically thinks that they should have cognitive infiltration, which is basically if there's a group out there that has, conspiracy theories or individuals that have conspiracy theories, they will actually try to infiltrate that group. And, you know, I, ne- I, I don't know, I can't pinpoint, you know, who works for this guy and who doesn't, but uh, I've seen what I think is something similar, something similar on, on uh, uh, a chat, in a chat room. Um, where, you know, basically somebody will start an argument. You know, somebody will just come in the room, hi, everybody, and then I'm not even talking about a TI chat room, just a regular chat room, and then hi, everybody, and then somebody will, you know, say something bad about them, and they're all, you know, they start a big fight. Or or you say you like, you know, one per you like Christians, and somebody will jump in and say, Christians are morons, and everybody will start a big fight. Or you like Clinton, and somebody else likes Bush, and they'll start a big war over it. Well, anyway, I think that if you talk about any conspiracy theories, they'll tell you what what to think and what not to think. If you want to see this guy, uh, Cass Sunstein, he has a program called Nudge. And uh, he basically wants to tell you how to how to be- what to believe and what not to believe. And there's a four-minute uh, clip on YouTube that you could see. Um, I think We Are Change is basically uh, interviewing him and uh, for four minutes and trying to find out. But anyway, I'll relinquish the floor. Okay, well, is this an okay time to ask? about Eleanor White because um, I definitely, you know, remember who she is and everything. So she got put in a mental institution after all the progress she's made. This is insanity. Well, I heard she had some heart attacks. Do you have more information, Derek? Derek, are you there?
she stepped away. So, uh, Neil, you heard that she has. Okay, um, someone was asking about Eleanor White. Yeah, what's happened with her? Um, the information I have is, is um, very sketchy. Um, I did hear that she had a heart attack, and uh, but she survived it. She's she's okay. She's back at home. That's all I know. Okay, so she wasn't put in a mental institution, right? Oh no, this is a uh, regular uh, hospital. Regular, okay. you know, hospital. Okay. At the Saber Life. <clears throat> Hi, Sarah, can you hear me? Hello? Oh, hey, Cassandra. Hey, I got a question to ask Neil. Uh, a, a, a little bit ago, he was um, he was talking about how hard it is sometimes to keep some of the people on his R&D board because of the attacks that they would get. Are, are you there, Neil? Yes. And you were saying that you would have private phone conferences. I sure would like to know how you have a private phone. Well, well, they're not. I mean, all I did was keep it so that the public couldn't just get the PIN number. Okay. All right. Thank you. I I sure want to know what that was, how you did that. Yeah. No, if I had that to share, I would give it to everybody, I promise. Thank you. Neil was just talking about having a program um, about the different types of mind control technologies and um, their, their effects, the electromagnetic and all the different technologies. I would love to see a feature in that program that explains uh, different brands or programs of, of mind control, like there's the voice of God and how people are scammed into thinking that God is talking to them or, or information on um, what people are being told, or how how they're trying to be, how these um, assailants are trying to control people's thinking process or behavior. Um, well, I mean, we're we're dealing with an artificial intelligence supercomputer. That the way it was described to me is that if six billion people were on a smartphone doing a function that took so many bytes of information to accomplish that particular task. What the supercomputer on its own could do in one millisecond was equivalent to what six billion people on a phone would do. So it's really that immense. It's that Mm -hmm. immense and that process to say, Red flag, this guy's looking at this. It flashes over to an NSA screen. They say, uh, okay, turn up the heat on this guy, give him a warning, or create confusion, create anger, whatever all their strategies are. So I, I think everybody understanding this more and and realizing, you know, what we used to know was the voice in our own head contemplating something uh, could now be an artificial thing being induced on you, and quite likely more often than not is. Absolutely, because we usually, most TIs have very strong intuition, and they really mess with that, trying to throw that off. They, they have a couple 
Sorry. Um, I'll just mention that somebody had said staying away from chlorine and fluoride. And I personally lived in the mountains for 30 years and was on a well or a spring and, uh, you know, knew about the fluoride thing many, many years ago. So I don't know how many people out there are not using those kind of things, but people that are more natural inclined in what they put in or on their bodies are holding on to more of themselves. I'm looking over this uh, website here, and there's a couple products that I've never seen before. I'm not sure if it's uh, realistic or not, but there's a, there's one. It's a 549, wait, 548 for uh, what what's known as a magnetic stop plate. And it says that it's uh, hydrogen annealed, or whatever that is. The flat surface magnetic shielding for large or small areas. How big is the plate? um, Click on learn more. Okay, specifications. Mm. Okay, well, I'll just read you what it's... I mean, I... Okay, here's size. There's... uh, There's 30 times 29 times 020. Is that a measurement that would make sense? Six pounds. Yeah, it's probably twenty thousandths thick, whatever it is. Um, it says that it's electromagnetic specifications. Uh, okay, we have but, some some interference happening, and let's see. I'm not sure where it's coming from, but if you're not talking, if you could star six. Sure. That would uh, that would help me to kind of narrow down who might be doing that. Does Neil? Does this sound interesting? Well, it may be, but you know, using meters, uh, when you walk across your floor and you got the meter down low, close to the carpet and tile and flooring materials, and you're seeing that something very significant is coming up through the cement pad of a house. So I'm specifying this is a cement pad, not a wooden floor raised above. And then at different levels, different readings. So uh, the capabilities of things like that to deal with multi-directional problems and multiple frequency ranges. I wouldn't know. I mean, I'd want to see ratings from buyers that said this really not, this is what was happening to me. Anybody who's going to spend 500 bucks on something. Well, yeah. And the, the thing is, is the, uh, the other problem is if you're not rich, buying one of something may not be enough because it may be a good item if you had, you know, 10 of them, but maybe one of them went. Okay, there's a, yeah, and there's this, uh, we're talking about prices. The magnometer, it's a lot of money too. That's $895. Excuse me, but I wanted to ask the lady that spoke up about God. What was it that you were saying about the TIs? Um, did you say that 
some of the TIs are talking to God and God's talking back and we need to find, you know, these people, get them back to ground level one. I mean, what was it you were saying about God? Is she still there? Hello? I think Carolyn could answer that question better than I could. Um, it's been featured on Dr. Robert um, Duncan. I think it's his name. You're breaking out, breaking up a lot. Just move around with your phone. <laughs> Jeannie, it's a weapon called the Voice of God weapon that um, oh, Dr. A Voice uh, of God weapon. Yeah, they project. Uh, you know, <clears throat> where people think they're actually talking to God. It's a weapon, so it's oh, not my you know, gosh. technology fooling people. Oh. Well, well, this is the subliminals. That's why I'm telling you, you have to be able to discern whether you're being guided by angels or Jesus or God or whatever, you know, gets you connected to that thing that we all know is good um, from what is artificial. And, and that's something each person has to develop, and it really is a trial and error thing. I've been at this over 20 years, and look back to Seriously, I think we should all find our own way of coping and just you know if we want to hang out with God and all of our loved ones that have died in heaven and pretend if we want to pretend you know there's nothing wrong with pretending as long as we can bring ourselves back to reality you know be make sure that we still have our our faculties well, it's true. I mean, well, whatever keeps you afloat and keeps you close to what empowers you is good. And do realize the depth of this is a is truly a frequency war. And the frequency of love is higher than the frequency of what they're doing, way higher. They're trying to pull everybody down and challenge them. So the battle of good and evil could actually be measured with a meter in frequencies because we respond to frequencies physically, mentally, emotionally. Everything in this world is vibrating at a different rate. And I think you guys use the uh, opportunity to, um, if you are involved in any religious situation, is use it in reverse. Don't don't worry about what they can do for you. Join them and tell them what's going on. So now you have, if you have 600 people in and in having a, you know, a Christian party in the synagogue, I mean, in whatever it's called in the church, and you're able to stand up there and tell them all what's going on, and maybe you have 600 people that you could uh, swing the other way and and uh, make them realize what what's going on here about everything. I don't everything. think many of us tr- trust in the church. <clears throat> I think we all no, have they've our all own. been infiltrated at this point in time. I believe in Jesus. All the our own little personal relationship with God, and we don't bring well, church. But if you're able to often. speak and get up there and just you know be able to, it's not that said everything that is happening right now. He sat there and said it all. It was going to come time. Jesus. When you will, you don't even want to have a children. I mean, he. I'm talking about a human being joining a church and speaking and saying, you know, 
like the, I know this guy named Mike, and if he uh, he's getting his house slammed with the energy weapon, it actually hits his house. And he actually moved from one house to another, and he's still getting slammed over there. So if he's able to get up in front of the church and going, you know, these people are attacking my house, they're attacking my body, at least he gets the exposure of all those people at the same time, you know? Right, and I understand. I mean, for for the president to come forward and say, uh, we think it would be a good idea to be able to cognitively control uh, the effects of people's interaction as whistleblowers or, or, you know, people that are stirring up trouble for their hidden agenda to control everything. Uh, this has been going on for more than 50 years. It's just become so perfected. So like everything else, they start to bring it out. You'll see things in movies. And it's all suggestive to, to say, look, this is possible uh, so don't be shocked when you see these kind of things are around. So if you if you get a moment to stand up in a church or anywhere and just give the suggestion these kind of things are happening to people all over the planet, and if you look up these terms in a search, you'll find the patents and descriptions of some of this technology. Uh, it, right. It's accelerating. This is an age of truth. And it's it's accelerating because of things like toys that can do virtual reality and connect with your brain and, you know, cause effects to happen in the game because of what you're doing. I mean, you can sit in a dentist chair and, and they can tell your blood pressure is going up because you're about ready to get a shot of Novocaine. And I hear what you're saying. You're, you're looking around going, well, I don't have the band around my arm. Well, everybody's realizing, tons of people are realizing uh, wireless capabilities and brain interface technology. So it's not so outlandish to get up in front of any group of people. And all it's going to do is plant a seed to say, this is happening. It is around. There's plenty of proof for you to go and see that it is. And then they're not going to be so shocked. And then when somebody gets their smart meter removed, and they pass out a little one-page paper in their whole neighborhood and show all these people that it's being relayed through their house and interacting with their appliances and doing all the awful things that it can do, then that's that's going to take off like wildfire. And this is how we can get some of these systems shut down. It's got Yeah, like I agree with Ken Rhodes when he was he was talking to me and he was saying that uh, you don't want to start out going into a group and just saying, yeah, I'm getting hit with directed energy weapons, even though you're going to say it. You want to start out with something else, get to know them first, maybe talk about chemtrails or something else. And I totally disagree with that. I disagree with that. I'm like, fuck segue, that. Hang on a second, please. Then segue into it. Um you know, um, if I'm standing outside and I had a clear blue sky, I did this actually. There was a neighbor, and uh, I started to see the lines go, you know, in the sky. And I said, you know, look at that. Now later on, that's going to develop into a cloud. And look at those weird, crazy lines up there. And she goes, Yeah, I'll watch out for that. I didn't realize that. And I go, yeah. And then once I said that, 
I started to tell her, well, yeah, and that electromagnetic, and they could it could get into your body, and that's how you start. I disagree. Um, I'm sorry. I disagree. Like, I am, like, more, like, on the, um, they're attacking us on this level. Like, you should probably, like, fight back on the same level approach. Well, it's actually relative because if you were to explain to them that there's strontium and barium and aluminum in those particles and that they're being used as a, a relay, and and people like me built a chem buster that cleared the air for about seven miles out in all directions to where it was so obvious the sky was blue there and there was kind of a smoke ring because you could neutralize the positive charged particles of the chemicals and metals and it caused it to clear the air in that spot. And I, I do up, uh, not even know what you're talking about because hey, well, I'm not like an IT girl. All right, well, well, just but like this, I would okay? like a fucking IT guy to if you, like if, okay, explain if you this understand, shit to me. If you understand this, that the heart machine is relaying low frequency signals that are affecting everybody through those metal particles. So to carry their signal, the distance is being done using the metal particles in those chemtrails. And Dr. Jeff Sutherland confirmed this by putting a coffee filter out in Boston and then taking the particles out of the coffee filter that dropped and putting them in an advanced biophoton analyzer and seeing everything that was in there, parts of Lyme disease complex, the metals I talked about, chemicals, and I'm not going to go into more detail. It's bad news. But the well, bottom line is if you go read Nick Begich's uh, Controlling the Human Mind and and the book that he co-wrote, Angels Don't Play This Harp, you'll have enough education to realize the chemtrails, smart meters, Wi-Fi, cell towers, Zigbee, Bluetooth, everything is bombarding all of us with unhealthy and controlling factors. Right. It's kind of like this. Um, say you were drinking a margarita, okay, and you, you wrote yeah. down all... You, you wrote I, I, down I, I, all, I'm now all, drinking okay. again, and Jesus yeah, like, helped me Please get don't interrupt not me. Drinking. Thanks. Okay, Sorry. don't interrupt me, all right? Okay, if you're okay. drinking a margarita and you wrote down all the ingredients of what the margarita is, Okay, and this is an analogy to targeting, so you understand. Once you take out, once you take out part of what what's put into it, if that's the tequila, let's say you take out tequila, it's no longer a margarita. Okay, then you take out the triple sec, it's less of a margarita. So the point is, maybe you aren't able to take out one. Maybe ice is going to be in that drink no matter what you do. Okay, let's go back to targeting so you understand directly. Maybe they're going to shoot frequencies at you. But if you can, if you, and maybe you're not allowed to say you're a targeted individual because they'll put you in a psych ward. But nobody says you're mentally ill if you talk about chemtrails. So if you can stop them from shooting those stuff in the air, 
and maybe you can get rid of people's smart meters around you, and maybe you can sue the electricity company for shooting lights at you. Maybe you can take away some of those weapons where your targeting will still be there, but you'll be reducing it little by little to the point where you it'll be more livable. Oh. Does that make any sense? No, because I'm, like, super pissed off that they're doing this to children. So I'm, like, extremely, all, like, guys. not happy about this at well, all. And I'm, you like, uh, You guys, let me say something, please. I haven't talked in a few, probably a few months. Well, maybe at least two months or so. <clears throat> Go ahead. Oh, hey, Lane from Texas. Hey, Neil, everybody on the line. I got cut off for a little bit because my phone cut off, so I heard part of what you said. But I, you know something? You can tell people about um, <clears throat> remote controls, you know how you can use remote control. It puts your TV on. You don't see the signal go to the TV, but you right. know it's working. Correct. Uh, you call people on the phone. You don't see the Wi-Fi signal going to their house, but it's working. And then you can talk about the laser. Everybody had been talking about lasers shining up in airplanes at the pilots. <clears throat> Excuse me, at the pilots, blinding them. Okay. So if people can use technology to do things like that, we mentioned two that was pretty good, the TV and the <clears throat> the phone. You know, we can use those activities for good, although we know otherwise too, but we don't have to go into that. But with the laser shining up in the pilot's eye while he's steering a plane, people are using technologies to harm others. And these technologies can actually go through the air and some of them go through the wall. So if they really sound that odd, if something can go through the wall, if it can go through, um, you can turn your car on. Some people have that system. They can just do-do, turn their car on. Not on the time of the alarm, but I'm talking about the start, start the whole engine up. Right. Warm I totally cool agree with you. I totally okay, agree with you. Okay, I'm going to mute I 100% agree with you. What I think is people are brainwashed that if they don't see a bullet, hit somebody or it's not a knife that there's no other weapons it's like you didn't get hurt where's the bullet or where's the where's the knife wound or then you couldn't have got you know nothing could have hurt you so they have to be we have to take that whole idea that's been ingrained in their brain that there's other weapons out there uh, that that could be used the gun isn't the only thing that's not so hard to do these days because the technology shows up in things that people have in their everyday life, as she described. Reach out, people. This is a grassroots effort. It's happening um, over the we're world. We're trying, Neil. I know. Us too. Hi, everyone. This is Pamela in Arizona. Can you hear me? We hear you. I tried to reach out to my church that I was going to and talk to the minister because I was in the beginning when I, you know, first figured out what I was. And, you know, Sean in the military, and he gave me the answer of it had nothing to do with him. It was none of his business and just basically blew me off. It was pretty The minister did? The preacher did? Yeah, he sure did. Well, you have to understand yeah, the church. They don't understand the this technology. They haven't been. Well, I do understand. No, that's not it. 
that they're going to brainwash you. A lot are not going to believe this. A lot will not they, believe it, but there well, are I knew some that who it, do. You know, I'm, I'm not dumb. I knew that that was going to be a difficult one to swallow. But, but they man, were talking to the wrong guy. They're there to brainwash you. They're not... The whole point of religion is they got a lot of people together and they're telling them a story and then the other, all those people are sitting there, oh, if you say so, it must be like you say. And then they got a lot of people on the same, you know, controllable. So you, you got to talk to the people that are around, you know, to around, just the people that are in the church. Well, let me explain what's actually going on. The 5013C tax exemption has now been instilled into the churches, not all of the churches. Some people are resisting it. So those are the ones that you might get help from. But the majority the of churches... The 503 what? Uh, 501, 501, 501013C status. And so they have signed up with the government. They have even recruited people to be pastoral uh, response teams. And they are... Um, hooked up with FEMA, and they are not allowed to talk about this. They have been, um, their hands are tied. They have, you know, sold out, and that's unfortunately where the religious organizations are right now, is that they're going to be, they're on the government side. There's no more separation of church and state. They call them pastoral response teams, and uh, they're, they're supposed to be in the FEMA camp, telling everybody, okay, well, you know, um, you're supposed to go along with whatever they say. And, you know, that's not what they should be telling them. But anyway, um, it's been completely corrupted. So people need to know the facts about why this is and why everybody's getting chased out of different churches and why when you go to a minister, you're not going to get anywhere if they have signed up with the government, the 5013C status. Let me add to that that organized crime has targeted the church. They're in every church. They're in every major television ministry, and they're using it. They're using legitimate churches just like they use legitimate businesses as fronts. They go in, and then they also are targeting the people who are coming into the church because uh, they could perceive um, religious people to be as gullible and e- easy to, um, to so, you know, you've got that element in there, too. But does that mean we shouldn't draw some strength from spiritual resources? Well, no, you know, because it, the uh, Christ himself said that to expect, uh, to, you know, in the what many believe to be the latter days, that there would be deceivers coming in uh, that would... Uh, be not sparing the flock. And so right, it's called apostasy. Apostasy. And we're in the age of apostasy. Apostasy means turning away from Christianity, but these are people who are wolves in sheep's clothing. And and we were we were warned that in what's called the latter days, which many most Christians believe we are in, um, that there would be deceivers creeping into the church that the, the, I think, well, how does it go? The, the deception would be greater than it's ever been. So, you know, now you have two elements to deal with. And then also the fact that the syndicate mafia strong arm style would be that the government would go to a minister that runs a church and say, if you don't want your 501c3 nonprofit status taken away from you, 
you'll cooperate, and we're going to put this little antenna thing up in your bell tower or your steeple of your church. So this is worse, and they're forced to cooperate, and they're scared. Another thing, too, um, that people need to be aware of in the church um, is that once a family or person is targeted by the criminals um, for robbery, exploitation, or, you know, and murder goes hand in hand, that uh, this electromagnetic stuff is right in the church. And it's being used on you all the time so that you're not going to tell important people um, in the church or people who are well-connected with somebody who might be able to help you. And so you're zapped all the time in church. Then as they're getting progressing in uh, you know, after a few years of when they have you programmed and trained, then they're going to do some serious injuries on your body and de- deformation on your body. They don't want you in church because they don't want anyone to see how all of a sudden your body is changing it, it overnight where it should take, you know, 20 or 30 years to, to they're, they're systematically and methodically aging and deteriorating your body. So yeah, but they're not going to call it. They're not going to call it the disease that you think they're going to call it. They're going to either come up with a fake disease. You have no idea that you know any of these diseases that they say Alzheimer's or whatever. I'm not sure which one is fake, which one is real. I'm not an expert, but I, I think they make some of them up, and they could just tell you you have green disease. And you won't know. You go, oh, my God, I got green disease. Let me go tell my family. You know? And they say, well, don't worry. Don't worry. If you have green disease, all you got to do is take these pills and you'll be all right. It's a rare thing, but we'll take care of you. I mean, you'll do it, you know? Yeah, of course. Fibromyalgia falls under that. Does it? Fibromyalgia? I would agree with that. It's actually a genetically altered mycoplasma, which violates the Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code because it was altered in a laboratory to uh, avoid the immune system. It tricks the immune system so it doesn't recognize it as a foreign body. But then, as Darlene Miles pointed out, she said with all the sensors or implant technology that they can put in people's bodies, using nanotechnology and wiring up people's brains being the state of the art that we know about um they're they're capable of of controlling so much yeah and they give you the disease okay if you were perfect when before they, they you met them or uh, encountered them if you were perfect then they Decide what you're going to get before you get it. I mean, if they want to give you, you know, diabetes, maybe they have a way to go in your body with nanobots and create the disease that you'd never had in the first place. Well, that's or the point. The medical industry can just simply um, diagnose you with something. It was on the TV the other night that this doctor was giving a patient a colonoscopy. And someone had their cell phone recorder on and recorded everything the doctor was saying while she was giving this man his colonoscopy. And she didn't like the guy that she was doing it to. And she said, 
I think I'm going to say that he has hemorrhoids. Even though it doesn't appear that he does, I'm going to go ahead and and uh, tell him or, you know, record that he does. So um, she was caught. But that's that's what I'm just saying is that well, the doctors are going to do whatever they want to do to you. If they want right, to diagnose exactly. you with something, they're going to, and you're gonna, people are going to sit there and take the medicine or go to the operating room and do whatever the doctors tell that's them to right. do. So I just stay away from doctors. Um, what that's would right. you say about you know, having, um, like, um, there Obamacare? Was a, there, there was a, uh, a news story in the news about vaccines that California was going to make uh, oh, some some mandatory vaccines. Now, why? I want you to really mandatory. Uh, I really want care. you to think. Can you mute her, please? I'll I'll, I'll want I'll, I want you okay, to uh, think about that. Is could you just uh, wait just a minute and we'll give you a chance to speak? Okay. Um, I want you to think about this clearly. What is the motivation behind somebody so strongly trying to force vaccines down somebody else's throat? You know, do they really care if your kid is sick or not so badly? It can't really be that. It must be something else. And the something else is what? The AMA or or the medical, you know, the drug manufacturers make a fortune and somebody has stock in the drug manufacturers or something like that. It's got to be that. Or it's got to be that they want to put a chip in your body or they want to get you sick to kill you because it's eugenics. I mean, you have, it's unfortunate that we have to think of the most sinister, you know, reasoning behind it. But nobody is ever, you know, if you're so concerned about my welfare, you want to give me vaccines. Why don't you come over with strawberries on Monday and a steak dinner on Tuesday if you're so worried about my welfare? You're not. They're not. Trust me. Well, you do have to realize this is to get implant technology in people's bodies, but it's it's already established and time-release disease with viruses. Uh, there's satellites that are making their rounds, putting out frequencies that are bringing viruses and other disease that would be dormant in a person's body that's been exposed to them to life. And how they do it is they, they make a variety of all those things. The reason they're doing that is because all, what you are is an experiment. They're they're experimenting. You're a live human no. body no, to experiment no. on. They want you off the earth and they get all the resources. They're trying to steal the resources. Oh, that, why do you think that they're taking the water away? It's a resource. Well, all you have to do is look at the Georgia Guidestones. If you guys haven't researched that, look up Georgia Guidestones. They were put up in 1980, and it shows that they want to depopulate. The 500 million. If you die, they get your property, they get your money, they get the resources. They're trying to take land. They try to take the Bundy Ranch, trying to take water rights. You know, you can't. They're going to uh, squeeze you down where there won't be any, there'll be a food shortage and water shortages. So it's all, they win no matter what, if you die or get sick. Well, you can do the math, 7 billion versus how many? 500 million. 500 million. So they're trying to kill us off. The testing is, you know, they already know we're not experiments. They're just trying to kill us off. 
Well, it's it's happening slowly right under everybody's nose, which is part of the Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, the syndicate paper does reveal that they give false diagnosis to people. But, you know, I mean, I can feel the heaviness on this call in everybody's heart right now. And I'm just going to tell you the highest thing you can keep your focus on is love and whatever whatever spiritual connection that you have and in right living. You know, cleanliness is godliness, and that goes for your temple. So what you put into your body, what you put into your mind, um, even the balance, and I'm probably the most guilty for burning myself out so bad, don't focus on all this stuff. Go out in nature, get barefooted, and put your feet in a creek and ground to the earth and appreciate the beauty of the creation of the earth and the human experience. Uh, Neil, are you still living in Daytona, or are you live in New York? Yeah, no, I'm in Daytona area. Okay. Um, the 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 one other thing I think one of the most uh, I've been repeating something similar, but the one thing to realize is these people when they speak, they don't come out and tell you their true intentions. They tell you the complete opposite. So, like if they said um, they want to save giraffes. That means they want to kill giraffes, and people don't know that, so they fall. Oh, yeah, you want to save giraffes? These people are great people, and that's what you and Agenda 21 is all about—pretending they're trying to save the earth, they're saving the environment, and to save the environment, that means they got to kill you. Hello, am I on? You are. Well, that's because it's the occult, and the the occult uncreates. It it's. It's a huge move against God the Creator, and it's uncreating what God has made, and it's the Liars Club. Whatever they tell you, that's what they won't do. And they try to find out what you believe and what you know. I've had everything I've ever written, ever did, stolen from my house, so they know how what I care about, so they can harass me over that. Um, they're they're just it's it's just the devil's cult. They they're uncreating God. They're uncreating this planet. They're uncreating everything God made that makes us human. That makes us have integrity. I want to talk to that care. lady right there. I want to talk to that right, lady right there. Okay. She's a real she's a real ti. I'm I'm a what? You are a real T.I. What is that? That means you've been targeted because you belong to Jesus. Right. Like, yeah. I want I want to talk to you. Like, where are you from? I, I live in I'm Houston, from, Texas. I'm My from, name is Rachel Zoe Starnes. My maiden name is Harper. And my, I'll give you my email. Who, where are you from? I'm from Chicago. And uh, okay. I've been targeted by Jewish people. Just, just horrible. They're I just, not all Jews that say they're Jews. They're not all I Christians just, that uh, say they're Christians. Don't okay. think like that. I just got my car smashed into for the fifth time. They finally put it out of commission. I have been systematically ripped off, stole from, lied to, uh, everything. And I know the guy who's doing it. Are you Jewish or Christian? What are you? Uh, actually, 
Both. I just deeply, I just believe believe in the believe, living God who, who who loves us all. That's yeah. all. And I just okay. don't, I just don't think anybody, race, color, creed, or whatever, has a right to worship the way they want and does not deserve to be hurt. Does not de- deserve to have their religion be destroyed. Uh, deserves to be whatever it takes to make you a human being and make you loving and make you kind. How, whatever you, road you, you travel to achieve that, that's you fine. You sound legit to me. Pardon so, me? Um, you sound legit. Well, Keep talking. Keep I, talking. I also went to Garrett School of Theology in Evanston, Illinois, so I have a pretty good idea of what theology is, and I have a good idea of what theology is not. So, and that's what all of you got to do is get legitimate, study what you, get books and study what you want to be because, what you because that's what your, where your power lies is in your, is in your strength of knowing yourself and who you are. Because okay, if so you can do you that, the they that, can't bamboozle you so bad. But are you the one that's also saying that the, you're being targeted by the Jews? Yep. Well, the one who's targeting me, and there's also, there's also other people with him, but the key targeter is Jewish. Okay, yeah. and you're saying that you know your religion? I mean, how can you... Dude, let me know to Jesus. Shut your fucking hole and let her talk. Okay. You know what? That's very rude, Miss. We're on all in here to learn, but I am just curious why she's, she's being targeted by Jews. Well, it isn't just people who are who are who love Jesus. It's anybody right. who's religious who lo- who right. loves God as they see them. Right, right. Anybody who has integrity, anybody who has right. values, people who love their children, love their families. Right. Right. They they don't like love. They're trying to to tear apart your family, to tear apart uh-huh. anything that right. you love. So you don't even have to be a Christian, just whatever it takes to be a loving, kind, good neighbor, kind person, that's right. what they try to tear apart. Right, exactly. And exactly. Uh, and because, yeah, there are Jews in Israel being targeted. It's right. the ones who don't fall for this cultic stuff. Right, you know? right. Okay, I I agree with that. You know, it's just anybody who who cares. I mean, I can exactly. go to I can go to stores in in suburbs of Chicago, and they have in some of these places sell huge statues of Buddha. And I heard that they go to like the Middle East, Indonesia, and whatever, and they take these statues right away from people while they're worshiping. I mean, this has been their religion for two thousand years, and they take their gods and bring them to the United States and sell them. I think that is about the cheap make you puke. I mean, to take a person's religion is to. Take right. their heart as as, away. Right. As long as we stay true to our our higher power. Right. Who, it's a higher power. People, exactly. people who Free believe in, Absolutely. you know, you, who believe in their God, and it makes them a good and a better person. Exactly. Exactly. I I agree with you one hundred percent. That's right. It just uh, they can't stand love. They they want to they they want to no, tear the no. world apart so they can control. It's all about control. 
It's all about control and prostitution and killing and murder and wrecking and breaking every ten every of the ten commandments oh, in the book. So evil is so hard Don't to listen to that girl. What did just, somebody say? Don't you are listen. You're too nice. You are too nice. You're too kind. Don't listen to that girl talking shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you liked what I said or you didn't, but I I actually do like what you have to say. Okay, because I think you're I, like probably a really nice person that does not worship the beast. Yeah. May if, I? Uh, you don't. Is you Neil don't, still on the line? I'm sorry. Yeah, I am on the line. Neil, Neil still there? Yeah, I'm here. Is, oh, by the way, Neil, I'm, I I, if we call again, I'm I'm Nancy from Chicago. I'm Rachel from Houston, Texas, and I wrote, like, a Christian blog. It was called rzstarns at Mm gmail.com. Anybody can, like, uh, go on there and read it. Oh, okay. And mybelovedlamb at gmail.com. Just go on there. And my passcode is I love Jesus, one exclamation point. Like. Well, anyway, Neil, you were on a good tack earlier, and uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, God doesn't need middlemen. Keep your strength in your faith. It's the strongest thing you have going for you. Absolutely. Even if you lose, even if you lose everything, they can't take God away from you. They can decide. You have Him in your heart. They can't. They can't have that. They can try. They can push. They can whatever else. But that's your strength. And if and if they kill me, I'll die in God's arms, not in theirs. Exactly. That's amen, sister. Just to see yourself as a frequency being of love, and know that the the reason that they're challenging those kind of people is because that is actually what's disempowering them. It is. It does. The more we can hold love in our hearts, and, you know, I'm a a gentle, mellow person. Mm -hmm. I'm not. It sucks sucks being a female and being, like, really, like, uh, um, fight, fight, fight. You know what I mean? Oh, that's okay. You but have God. a right, and I do that all the time. I say, you have the, don't have the right to do that to me. You know, I don't care if they listen or not. You don't have a right to shit on me. You don't, I'm a person. You know, go shit on somebody else. Go shit on yourself. I mean, just leave a, leave the good people alone. You know, yeah, what the yeah. hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm if you like can find Neil anything, too. If you can find anything for laughter, bring laughter back in your life because the right. laughter messes up the frequency. It exactly. breaks up the brain entrainment. So try yeah. to find some joy. Yeah, it's true. There always is. We still live I, in the I universe God created. Like, some IT guys that are like, um, yeah, oh, this is absolutely possible. You know, and I'm not an IT girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know shit about this kind of crap. Don't under, like, don't underestimate their time, power. Their power, um, though, because I, don't underestimate their power because they have been they have been working on this for the last hundred years. 
they know who your families are they know they know everything about you they will collect your information and and uh it's just like the NSA taking all your phone calls all your you know but i think when someone does that to someone else is so insecure that they have to know every move you're making they must get very confused themselves I mean, it must mess up their own mind. I agree. I agree with that. Not the author of confusion, but at least, but say, yeah, I got, I got me some. Neil, I'm going to send you an email, so I hope you'll open it up. I'm going to get off the line now. Okay. I'm guys Have a good night. I'm Nancy dot Kobe at att dot net. Thank you. I have a question for Neil. Okay, Neil, uh, a quick word. I'm delighted that uh, you and Skip liked the idea about using YouTube and other material proving the existence of these weapons in a documentary and that we might approach a media class in a college or university. That would be nice. As a... um, I do want to say something. As an Uh, editor. There was a Uh, game... I am talking to Neil right now. Okay. May I go ahead and finish? And Hold on. Yeah. I'll be delighted to relinquish. Uh, I spoke to another woman last night, Linda. She suggests that through a couple of the students that we managed to contact, that we get a hold of the class professor and see if he will give credit for class in helping us edit hmm. and put together a documentary from the cited sources in the email I sent you. Email that to all of us that Derek has on his list. And, and this, I have a question you know, for Neil. Well, let me, did you let get me your just, answer let, first? Let me make yeah, one quick statement. Uh, because it's such a grassroots effort, the, the documentary will be a compilation and there will be a final editor that will put it all together. But anybody who has time to go contact the college, which has great video equipment and lighting and all that, um, if you find an interest in that department in doing a project like that, it, it would be a blessing that you could you know, pass it on to Derek and say, we've got one in as many states and areas as we can possibly get it. Because it's a giant project to put a whole compilation together that would be, you know, professionally presented and taken seriously. Okay, I'm done. Thanks, Neil. Also, take heart because free speech TV, Democracy Now, um, The Nation magazine, many publications now know that that's happening to us because it's happening to a lot of journalists. So it's it's uh, not as rare, and when you tell someone you're targeted, they've heard it somewhere on television or in a newspaper somewhere, and it's not as strange to everybody as it was. No, it's not. More people now know that that's happening to some of us. Yeah. Neil, can I ask you something, too? Go ahead. This is Patty from California. And I just want to tell you, about six weeks ago, I, I got a really good job at Sovereign Health. It's a, a rehab facility in, in San Clemente, California, and mental health. And I was doing really, really well at learning 
the programs. And then about a week ago, because I'm having to learn how they input everything into the computer for Solving Health. And so what the targeting has been doing is when I get on it now, they're not letting me, my mind, like, remember stuff. Is there anything that I could do to, to protect myself once I get to work and not let that happen or no? <clears throat> That's pretty involved, but... I know. I'm like so. I I came home. I was driving home because I still live in Orange. And it takes me about 45 minutes. Uh, today I was crying because uh, you know I don't. The job is such a good job, and uh, like I feel I'm going to lose it because of it. You know, again. Well, uh, what I do find is that's been reported to me, or I've tested myself, is uh-huh. um, subliminal programming takes a while to really get in there and be fully hooked up and so it takes a while to undo it so one one report to me has been to wear an a a rubber (laughs) earplug in your left ear okay that's good to know maybe while you're driving and everything yeah well yeah as often as you can and sleep with it and and then you know based on John Mecca's research and his Jammer 11, which I guess everybody back years ago in this group reported that it didn't work or it worked for a little while. Based on that, somebody came up with uh, creating a a pulse that you would put on your body to break up their signal. And so I created the, the Dream Shield and I wear a, a headband that's hooked up to a pulse and so ba- I would based- be able to wear that at work. Right. Well, based on that thought, though, uh, we started experimenting with a TENS unit. And I'm not going to condone leaving a TENS unit on your body for a long time. But I will uh-huh. tell you, uh, the the pulse technology that they're using is not real powerful because our brains and our nervous systems run on very low, low electricity, to put it uh-huh. simply. So measuring the field coming off of a TENS unit uh, turned up with the wires hooked up to a ribbon cable, which is just I made a headband, and the cable has about 10 different wires in it. And so I ran that pulse through those wires, and with the TENS unit turned up all the way, uh, the magnetic field was going out three feet, which is way too much. And so... If a person wanted to experiment with disrupting a signal over a period of time, um, I would suggest wearing a TENS unit, putting the contact stick-on pads in places that you can get away with, and you can, you know, clip the thing. I am a girl, and I am like, fight back. Like, fight back. I'm a female. Yeah. And, and I'm okay. like, you, you not lie about it. You too, Like, tell the truth. Like, it's always good to stay away from drugs and weapons. Off my head. going to say back like, to another thing that back. helps is when you go somewhere, take your cell phone apart and wrap it in, in tinfoil. So they can't track where you go by your cell phone. I'm like, tell the truth. Like, fight 
back. Well, you I do Don't that. be a guy that is, like, sitting there, like, I mean, I want to talk to me some IT dudes that know about this crap and, like, fight back. Well, you're absolutely right. Patty, where are you at right now? In Houston, Texas. My name is Rachel No, Harper. no, 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 no. No, the lady that was coming from, she said she was coming from uh, um, not, like, uh, close to Oceanside, I guess. The one from California, where did she go that was talking to Neil a second ago? Maybe she's gone. Oh, she said San Clemente. That's right. That one. Fight back equal force. (laughs) Have you ever read, like, The Art of War or anything like that? Like, just fight back. Gee. Have you read the Bible? Like, are you familiar with the Old Testament at all? Me, you know, people here are not complacent, and I'm not complacent either. I've told people if you don't stop pointing that phone at me, I'm going to shove it down your throat. <laughs> but, but it's a matter of being strategic. Uh, I had an ex-cop walk by and aim his phone. Well, my partner was sitting on the front porch, and she started videoing him, and he got upset. And so she followed him down the street in her truck and videoed him right up close to his face. And he came back to my house. And then I was out on the front porch, and he aimed the phone right at me. And I got up, walked towards him, and said, don't aim your phone towards me. Those things are doing bad things. I like what you're saying. I do, Um, strategy-wise. But, like, uh, have you, like, read anything from the Old Testament in terms of strategy, like, it, it is like fight back. Well, this is the thing. Whatever it is that you're good at, do it because you're being called to do it. And then this, you know, consider that this might be a time where the human race is being called to give its best. And as we all know, people become better people under duress. Neil, do you know which app you would actually go to if you were going to be sinister and do this to somebody else? No, I don't have that list. Okay, well... It'd be nice to I see think, somebody work on that. Yeah, because I, uh, I noticed that there's videos on YouTube that show that uh, police are really worried about cell phones and they want to look at everybody's cell phone when they you know and they don't want it aimed at them so that's like a consciousness of guilt that shows that they're doing something with it themselves why they're so worried well well it is i mean you know what ended up happening to us in front of the house was significant and this is about strategy Mm-hmm. Uh, was, you know, he let me know he was an ex-cop and that if she put his video on YouTube or anywhere on the Internet, he would contact as an attorney and that he was calling the police to file a police report in front of my house. And he looked at me like I was supposed to be intimidated. And I said, go ahead. I said, I run research and development for FFCHS. 
And we have a 44-page booklet that itemizes the technology that's being used that, that turns your phone into a weapon, whether you know it or not. So it's not a good idea to aim your phone towards people, whether you're hired and doing something bad or you don't even know, it can still be used. And so the police showed up. And uh, there was no intimidation at all from the police. One of them was hanging his, his head down, sad, because I told him <clears throat> truthful information. And I said, we have all this documentation. And my partner has, between her YouTube and and her website, almost a million people that have been touched by her work. And so just by the conviction and showing the technology, I said, we did our homework. We know what's happening. We know you guys are using Stingray, and we bless you in anything that helps you. And we're sad about things that are happening that are hurting people. They well, were the totally thing- put in their place, and they got in their car and walked away, and they did not file a police report. Well, the thing is, is they're, they're making a, a huge mistake. And the huge mistake is, you don't look at life through a one-way mirror and think, well, I can just do this to all these people. What you have to look at is whatever you can do to all them, they can do to you also. So if you're setting up a world where people get shocked at their house, people's brain frequencies get stolen, theirs can get their home partner could go, you know what, why should he get the raise? Why should he get the promotion? I'm going to get him with the same weapon. I mean, you know, they're vulnerable to it, too. That's exactly are. right. They, it, When you start fooling around with somebody else, you can you just fool around so much that you start getting confused yourself. And then because you don't trust anybody, sometimes you're right. Then they don't trust their partner. They don't trust. They don't trust anybody either. Pretty soon, nobody trusts anybody. It goes. You're right, and it goes beyond that because, right. you know, let's say 30, you know, 20 years ago, let's say, everybody here that was alive could could go to sleep on their pillow in their house, lock the door, and know that they're going to go to sleep. You know, nobody's screwing with them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there might be one exception that says, "Well, this is happening to me 20 years ago." Sorry for that person. Um, we we used to be able to go to sleep on our pillow and not worry about a thing. And now, even in our own house, we got to worry about, am I going to wake up tomorrow? Well, here's my point. The police are going to have to worry about the same thing because what if a guy in the heart machine that doesn't like them or whatever doesn't want so many police and wants to cut down on them? How does he know that? And he could zap him, and he could be not wake up either. So that's exactly the reason why they shouldn't be doing this to anybody. They should just simply go, you know what? I'm not. I'm out. I'm not going to do this. Right. You guys want to be Hitler? Be Hitler, but I'm not going to be Hitler. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a calling to all souls to show what you're really made of. I mean, like just get right out there and just be like, fuck. You, I'm getting hit by DEWs. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What are you gonna do? What? Throw us all into the fucking nut hut? At least <laughs> we can hang out with each other. I mean, what are you gonna do? 
It's all about strategy. It's all about educating the public. It's all about people disabling as many systems as they can. I know. In terms of strategy, like, look at it. Like, look at lots of things. Like, Well, I'm a girl. I'm a girl, and I should not be, like, burst on uh, strategy. I got a strategy. The strategy is if they're going to go to war with you, the mistake the average person is going to make is they're going to fight the war against the people on their own turf. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, if they come into Ferguson and they want to start a war, you're going to participate in the war on the street of Ferguson. That's the mistake. What you have to do is find out where the fusion center is, find out where the heart machine is, find out where the satellite grid is, find out where, you know, that's where you fight the war. That is you exactly have, you have, right. That you is, have to get, if I, you need to get... Oh, I wrote that need, to, uh, okay, to a few climate change fin- places that we have to disable my, this stuff. Can you let me finish my sentence? Um, you have to get your group of person, if that's the militia that's defending the Constitution. I am not I am not for anything other than America and defending the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So let's make that clear. Okay. Now, if that if domestic terrorists... Are you all about that? If Please domestic terrorists wants to start a war with toxic chemicals and attacking humans uh, and, and breaking the Geneva Convention, I don't advocate you just play by their rules. I advocate that you find the underground tunnels that they're at and you find the, the, uh, the heart machine and you find the fusion centers and that's where you go to have any kind of war with anybody. I thought that this uh, call was one of those things. Well, you need to Where? stop them with that. If they're going to... Uh, I am like a like a big time... If, like, if they're going to sit there and Rockfield, Utah and press buttons and have people fall down and get sick, then you have to go to Bluffdale's, Utah with the militia and find out what's in there. We should demand inspectors that not inspectors that are on their side. We need regular inspectors to go in that building and see what kind of facilities they have and what they're doing with it. We should get a full disclosure. Every underground tunnel, the citizens of the United States should have a commission not formed up by citizens, not formed up by the CIA or anybody else, and be able to walk around. There should be no such thing as oh, I class, classified areas. Classified areas means you're hiding secrets from the American people that are illegal, and we should be able to see what you got and what you're doing with it and have a report. On our uh, side. That's not that's not going to happen. Jade Helm is right around the corner. Saudi Arabian vehicles are on the streets in Texas already. Uh, this is an effort to turn the human race against itself. That's right. So, so really, really consider. You know, the human race is at a crossroads. If 
if we keep on with all the toxicity that we're creating on the planet with industrialism, we're, we're going to trash ourselves and every living thing anyway. I would have to agree with you on that. But what is Saudi Arabia vehicles going to actually be doing? Well, I mean, they're saying it's a training exercise and all that, and it's the U.N., so there's going to be vehicles from different places because it's 187 countries belong to the United Nations. But the United Nations is doing this. Uh, the problem is that using frequency technology, they could really create civil war scenarios where militia, ex-military, and, you know, people that have guns and would do whatever it is that they're good at doing uh, may become antagonized, and the military people uh, could be antagonized by frequencies. But the bigger issue here, I'm telling you, is the human race is at a crossroads. And if you created this big, beautiful planet and universe, and you put all these living things here, and we were shown by reasoning that balance was the key, that through through experience we gain wisdom and that gives us grace, then there would be a spiritual evolution that perhaps we could be given a planet and we could have the people running it make things that don't hurt any living thing or the planet. Neil? The, the, crossroads, the crossroads that we're at at this point is that either way what we're doing is wrong. And, and I think God is saying... Uh, you don't get to sit on the fence and be gray. You get on this side and you're black, or that side and you're white. But Neil, here's what happens. Okay. I mean, it is Neil? bad. Neil, here's Neil? what's going to happen. Okay, whenever when they kill, let's just fast forward. Say we're all dead. They kill all the you know citizens, whatever. Everybody's dead, and all they have is military and police, and all the United Nations forces left. Then life has to go on. Now there has to be more victims because they're not going to just say, oh, okay, well, let's, okay, we all did this. Now everybody, you know, here's your gold. No, it doesn't work that way. They're going to have to pick individuals, scapegoats that are military or police out of that crowd and kill them too. So they're actually setting themselves up to be a victim in the long run. And that's their lesson. That's what I'm telling you. This whole scenario on a spiritual level has been set up to make your decision. You work for love or you work for evil. You make your choice. And, and the one law that stands and proves itself is cause and effect. Whatever you put out is what you get back. That's why I put the pen is mighty, not the sword, in the song Waves of Darkness that I wrote. All you have to do is is watch the Batman movie. Oh, Patty? Yeah, I was muted, you guys. Are you the one from... uh, Are you the one that's in Orange? Yeah, I live in Orange, in California, and I work in San Clemente. Where are you right now? I'm in orange right now. Oh, because we're we're pretty close. Wait, where are you at? Exactly where you're at. Wait, you're in orange too? Uh-huh. We're at an orange. 
don't want to worry. It doesn't, I mean, to me, it does. I mean, I've been targeted since 2002. It, it doesn't, I mean, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I really don't. I, I'm more worried about my new job, to be honest with you. But, Neil? Yeah. I, I know you were, were talking about the, you know, all the other stuff, but I'm so worried because it's only been happening in the last couple of days. And, and even when I get up from work now, to get up for work now, you know, they're doing all this psychological, oh, you know, all this crap now. So is there, I mean, I just want to, if there's any way to protect myself now or, you know, I just, I just need to know what to Go do. to Amazon.com and look up Analog Tens Unit. It's $25. It comes with, I think, four little two-inch squares stick-on pads. Okay. And And just... Um, this is what I wish I could tell you. For for about $55 on harborfreight.com, they sell a multimeter and it has hertz on it. If you know some tech guy that has a meter that can measure hertz, that's I don't. I, I don't. Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you this then. Okay. You're the, on a TENS unit, on the top of the of that unit is uh, like a volume knob for how much electricity comes through, and and then inside the little cover is called pulse width. You're going to turn pulse width up to about I don't even have a regular clock to look at up to about ten o'clock in its position, so point it at 10 o'clock. And then the pulse rate, you're going to put at about 8 o'clock. And that's going to put you in a really close range. And so that little volume knob on the top, all you're going to do is turn it on. Don't turn it up at all. Okay. And you'll experiment. I'm just going to tell you that the biggest nerves in the body are your sciatic nerve. Yeah, right. Which is down right. in your lower back area. And and then the vagus nerve, um, which is up like behind your earlobes, is the tens unit contact points they recommend. Right. But there, there's also a warning that some people have a reaction to using a tens unit on the vagus nerve points. And obviously you don't want to go to work with, uh, you know, two-inch little stuck-on pads with wires hanging off of them right, right. below your earlobes. Right. <laughs> so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a yeah. matter of you experimenting. Yeah. Call my call call my call later, okay? What? I'll call into my call when I open up my call after this call. To, this is Wait, Corey. You, I don't I don't even I don't know what that means. I'm gonna open up another number. I'm gonna open Wait, up you, another I'm gonna open up a, a call after call? this Wait, hold on after I, this call. Oh, wait, you open up another call? Yeah, later on after this call's over, it's going to be at 132349. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to write it down, because I normally try to go to 6 I actually work tomorrow, believe it or not, so. Okay. Okay. How often do you have this call? 132349. Oh, shoot, oh, shoot. Uh, that pin doesn't work. Okay, hold on. What? It's what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
one three two three four nine. Okay. And so wait, we I call in the same number and then Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello. So one three two one No one Hello? three two three four nine. Okay, so I call the same number and then I dial I punch that in or yeah. Yeah. You, instead of instead of six six three three nine, you punch right. in one three two three four nine. Okay. I see. Everything okay. else is the same. Okay. Derek. Okay. Um. And when, what time do what time do we need? It? I would like oh. wanted to speak with Neil if I might, please. Okay. Right uh, yeah. Somebody. Somebody is calling me. Who's that? This is this Daniel from oh, California. Hi. Yeah. Hey, hey, Derek. Uh, at five o'clock today on uh, CNN. Uh, the FBI announced that uh, there's going to be a terrorist, a terrorist attack on, they're thinking, the uh, 4th of July. They're uh, warning the police. Oh, God. Not where? where? Terrorist attack. Where? Uh, they're, they're thinking New York, but they're thinking uh, where the amount of people are going to be gathering for the 4th of July. Oh God! Here we go. Oh, okay. They're the ones setting it up. Yeah. Neil, um, hi. This um, is a recorded call, you guys. But I'm just gonna say this, if you guys can hear me, because sometimes I'd be mm-hmm. unmuted and I mute myself. I'm sorry, but I wanted to tell you all, um, there's some changes that are just to come about, just like y'all talked about the JM15. There are some changes that are fixed to come about, and while all the masses are, while people are angry at one another, others are having parties, and on and on the world is dancing in the background. All of a sudden, something is going to come, and it's a lot of okay, people are talking well, about it. Often, okay, hold on a second. Um, look, I don't really want to get into a lot of doom and gloom, but can you give us some, some details about what's what they were what they were talking about? You talking to me, Daniel? Um, was there, was there any anything further to this announcement? Uh, they just got information uh, that it was going to happen, and uh, they said they think it's going to happen around the fourth. They were calling all the local police and uh, uh, homeland security and everything else uh, to be aware that they're thinking it's going to happen on the fourth of July because of a mass of people being together. That doesn't make any sense. If I know, you know, Rick's going to rob a liquor store on July 4th, then I, you know, and he's planning on it, and and we have evidence, why don't they stop Rick from robbing it instead of telling everybody that there's going to be a robbery? It doesn't make any sense. There's no such thing, and they're going to either create one or they're going to scare everybody so they can have more security and get you used to more security. Everybody's going to think, oh, they're protecting us. Well, that was like 9-11, too. They knew it was coming, but they didn't know who was going to do it or what was going to happen. And But they, they actually knew that something was going to happen that day. And I'm in New Jersey here, and they they knew that was going to happen. They just didn't know what was going to happen. Well, that they terrorist. didn't tell you what was going to happen. They knew yeah. what was going to happen, and they knew who was going to do it. And how. 
Don't buy okay. into their stories, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And another thing on that, on how to uh, to tell the, the churches and stuff about what's happening is go up and uh, say that you want to make a, a, a confession to God. And uh, what they do is uh, tape it. And you can confess what what you're going through. You know, part I, I I'm trying to figure this out, and uh, I'm still struggling with it. But I think they're not only traumatizing individuals; they're traumatizing the whole society by scaring the hell out of everybody. That's the thing. We can't we can't be scared now. If we turn the other way, that's the worst thing that can happen. We we got to keep getting the word out about our situation here, and we're moving in the right direction. It says well, in the Bible that the good people will be protected and uplifted. In yeah. so many words, and you know it's it's hard to hold our faith when we know as much as we know, but something is going to happen. And uh, Hopi Prophecy talked about the blue star and when the blue star would pass and then that that was a warning that the red star was coming, which is called the purifier. And they said we're preparing, but the biggest thing that you can do is keep a pure heart. You know, Uh, let me ask you something. Do you guys know about the manhunt thing? And uh, do they have a whole bunch of checkpoints and all that for that? What are they hunting for? Well, one, in, those in New, York. New York, they found one, but uh, where's the other one? They have they found the other one yet? I don't know. Oh, oh the one I, I don't believe them in the first place, so I don't even look into it. They marked they marked it as a kill. The first one is dead. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's only a matter of time for the uh, for that other one. Those guys really didn't have it. I mean, you really can't hide nowadays. As if the drone didn't know exactly where. If there was a person that really escaped, which I don't know, the drone would know where they were within the first five minutes. That's why I'm, I mean, I'm wondering. I'm wondering because they're all over New York. I'm wondering if they're setting something up for that for the Fourth of July. They got satellite vision the whole way, so how could they not know where the guy is? Well, apparently they're going to turn that CERN linear accelerator on on 9-11. So, you know, all these events are going to happen. Prophecies showed a lot of things. We didn't really know how it was going to happen, but we can see such a parallel that it's undeniable. There's going to be change, and there's others like the Hopis, and the head of the Knights Templar that reported in the book Holy Blood, Holy Grail, that the shit's going to hit the fan, but it's going to cleanse this system. And they said we have information we've held on to for over 100 years that we will reveal to you when this system falls. So focus on the things that empower you. We can all drown in bad news, and it's not healthy for us. It's a balance. And realize yeah. the purposes within purposes. And, you know, I mean, everything I'm saying to you is going back through my ears because I've drowned it in technology and bad news for for a long time and been through my share of hardships, too. I think that all those fires where they had, 
how many different fires that they have, that couldn't, there's no way that all those fires just started on their own. Well, let's not negate what I'm saying here is where you get your empowerment. Yes, it is all happening. There's many ways that they're going to create chaos. If you sit quiet with yourself till your mind shuts up long enough, things will come to you as to what you should do to be prepared for what's coming. And know that the blessing in this is that these systems are to fall. Okay, uh, another thing. Is, uh, why, why is everybody wanting their gold back from the Federal Reserve? Nobody trusts them because the Federal Reserve is probably most likely nothing to do with our country. Well, they're not a branch of the federal government. They've raped everybody and ripped them off for, for a long, long time. Yeah, you got to look at this. Like, this is the real way I figured a lot of this out, was starting to look at John D. Rockefeller. And when he put together Standard Oil, he didn't put it together by being a Mr. Nice Guy and saying, hey, would you like to let me dominate the oil business? He did it ruthlessly. Well, guess who's in charge that's his son, David Rockefeller, and he's getting old, and he doesn't want, he want, if he wants something, he's going to get it no matter what, no matter what he has to do to get it. And when, you, when uh, Hillary Clinton and Obama go visit the Bilderbergs, they're visiting David Rockefeller. And so when David Rockefeller wants, you know, uh, agenda, UN Agenda 21, Kissinger wants it, and the Rothschilds want it, that's what you're going to get. Agenda 21. Corey, have you found um, the interviews on YouTube with Aaron Russo? Aaron A-A-R-O-N Russo? Yeah. Russo? yeah I, I recommend that to everyone. I came across those last night, <clears throat> and he was friends with Rockefeller, and he told them all this information, and it's really valuable, and you see the big picture. Um, you know, that they did plan 9-11, that they did plan a lot of the things that we never really even realized. But it yeah. is all part of an agenda. But I think that is, he gives, you know, he spells it out <clears throat> on, on the different YouTubes. If you guys want to look up Aaron, it's A-A-R-O-N Russo, R-U-S-S-O, um, on YouTube. It's just a wealth of information. I think it will help T.I. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. And he says to... Uh... He says the guy was Nicholas Rockefeller, and that's the only problem that I have with the whole thing because I, I need to find out who Nicholas Rockefeller is. But he actually says that we're going to, you know, there's going to be a war with uh, Iraq and, and people are going to go looking for a suspect in a cave. They're going to think it's, you know, a cave. Uh, that's where the main, you know, they, they, they said that basically it's all a lie. Um, and a lot of people are going to, you know, it's going to be the war on terror, and it's going to be endless. There's not, you, you, know, you, you can't say a war on terror and a war on drugs. When is the war on drugs or terror over? The answer, never. Hey, it, it is hey, when hey it guys. falls. Hey, you guys. I, I, was just wondering, I was wondering about that because, uh, we're talking about uh, making an agreement with uh, Iran about uh, letting them get, uh, do their producing again, like buying and sharing and uh, getting uh, products back again. I thought we uh, 
dropped that bombarda on them uh, years ago when we gave them nine million dollars to fix uh, fix well, the place. Because it doesn't actually work like people think, okay? It's basically like there's a circle of people that are in the club. And if Iran is not in the club, then they're the bad guy. But as soon as Iran goes, you know what? I'll, I'll be with your club. You can take over my country and tell me what to do as long as you don't do that. You know, then they're in the club. Then all of a sudden Iran's the good guy. So, you know, the, the point I'm trying to make is, these bad guys that you've been brainwashed to think are the bad guys, I don't know what they do to their own people. Maybe they hurt them. Maybe they torture them. But for you, it's going to end up being a good thing. The longer North Korea, the longer Russia, the longer Iran, the longer China are considered this enemy, if in fact that's true in the first place, then it's better for you because you don't want Rockefeller and Kissinger and Rothschild to have control of everybody in the whole world. That's not good for you. So it's better to have it. You're you're, you're better off with more. And when they say they're the enemy, they're the terrorists. But they aren't the terrorists. We're the terrorists. Yeah, but they're trying to get together with that uh, PPP bill. Well, I don't know. It's they're trying to link it one world. If they're trying to link it uh, one world, one world. Until they start saying, we have all these global problems. Now we have, like, first with global warming, so now we need a global tax. And then pretty soon you're going to be, you know, more bankrupt than you already are. You know, we have more global laws. Well, they got, like, 12 countries. They got 12 countries that want to sign agreements to do trade and uh, food businesses from country to country. But the only thing is, is when they come over and mess up our country, they can go back to theirs and not be uh, penalized. I think there was an interesting interview, uh, a back and forth between Jeff Sessions and uh, maybe one of the secretaries of defense, Leon Panetta, a while back, where, you know, Jeff was kind of saying, well, wait a second, who are you going to get the authorization from? to go to war with them or that. And they were saying, well, we want to get the approval of the United Nations. And he said, what happened to Congress? You know? And and, and uh, you could see that something was wrong with that. That It seemed, appeared that Leon Panetta was more concerned about what the United Nations would say or do than what Congress would say is okay. Which would he well, was... It's not, a, it's not a coincidence that here on Texas soil... We suddenly have UN troops and, uh, you know, these big white tanks that have UN on them. So <laughs> they're the big picture. <laughs> exactly. Which was, that's what I've been telling you guys since I got on this line. United Nations, UN Agenda 21. And everybody tried to tell me to shut up. Yeah, that, that, that explains something because I've been seeing a lot of greyhounds painted pure white. Yep. With black letters that say UN. No, they ain't got UN on them. They ain't got no, UN on them. The tanks do. The tanks do. No, they ain't saying nothing. They're just white. Have you They're seen painted. them? Yeah, I've seen the... two of them. Where? Uh, here in California. Where? What city? Uh, St. Louis Obispo. 
you're saying that you're in San Luis Obispo in a beach community and there is a UN tank on the street or where? No, I didn't say that. I said a bus. Oh, I'm just asking. Greyhound buses. Greyhound bus terminal? No, uh, just where they drop and pick them off. They don't have a terminal. terminal. They're just painted. It looks like someone just took a white paint and painted them. Actually, if I could say something here, I hate to change the subject here. Um, the thing with your fridge, actually, I noticed if you, you have, like, one of those newer fridges that has the display on there, the two doors that open up, there's a button there where you can shut off the ice maker. Like, they've been hitting my the fridge upstairs. I have an older fridge downstairs. But if you shut off that ice maker, basically, they, they can't, it seems like they can't hack into it anymore. Um, also, Neil, I want to tell you, I missed a technology call. I've been actually... I just tried this with your meter that you were talking about. The um, I have the south wire from Lowe's. The two contacts, you have the two cables coming off there. I had it hooked up to a uh, headphone jack, and I had it plugged into the call. And basically what it's doing, it's picking up the frequencies off the speaker. And the frequencies that are coming into this call were ranging from 100 to 1,800 hertz. There were no good frequencies coming in. And basically what I'm going to do next, I was working on my portable AM radio. And even if you have a stereo system with two cables coming off there, disconnect one of the cables, hook it up to that, because, Neil, you have the, uh, the hertz button on there. When you have it on hertz, it picks up all the frequencies coming into the radio. So when you put it on AM and you're tuning in, like right now I'm going to try and do it. My portable radio has a little LCD display, and on AM, when you're picking up those frequencies in the house, it'll show you the frequencies on the meter itself. And like I said, I just did this today. I just tried it out over this call. We weren't getting good frequency coming in. And when people stopped talking, it was like 400 hertz, 300 hertz, but it was ranging from 100 hertz to about 1,800 hertz. It was all bad frequencies. I know I'm getting radiated through the call and through the speaker. That's, you know, I can't even put the, uh, the phone up to my ear. And that's an easy way to actually, if you videotape those, like I did a little videotape of these frequencies coming in, there wasn't one good frequency, not one at all. Yeah, that's exactly. true. They're using coils, so what you're doing is a simple, smart idea to be able yeah. to see the actual frequencies coming it's in. It's actually it's very easy. And when you hook it up to your AM radio and you're going around the house, if you have that meter in your hand with the AM radio and you know the hot spots in your house, you can pick exactly up those frequencies when you have that connected, just to like a headphone jack. What I, what I want to do is actually produce something where... It's like a, a, the little dual speaker that you plug into your headphone jack. I'm going to pop out one of the speakers, and I'm going to hook up the um, – so, so you can actually hear the noises coming out of the speaker because when you put in the headphones, it kills the, the main speaker of your AM radio. So I'm going to pop out one of those speakers, and that other cable, I'm going to hook it directly up to my, my reader. And it's going to give me every frequency that I'm picking up. And then you can go around the house and hear where the hot spots are in your house and everything. And I know this in my house, it's definitely, 
I think it's getting projected from the lights, too. Like, I, I basically have something to block the lights right now on my ceiling, and I know that it's coming out of the lights, too, and I know it's coming out of the water pipe. The water pipe has uh, frequencies coming off of there. I'm working on a couple little things, but they keep frying everything on me. But that's a good way to pick up the frequencies and make a recording of the frequencies that you're picking up off of certain things. Because your AM radio does pick it up. I was trying to figure out an easy way how to pick them up. I know John mentioned um, there's that there's a one, um, it's called Spectran, where actually it takes the noise from the speaker and you put it onto, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess, an app. But this is an even easier way. You plug in an audio, an audio jack, you have the two connections right there. I mean, you know, you got to buy one from Radio Shack where you have to, like, solder the wires on there. Because then they're all loose connections and it's nice and easy. Or like I said, even if you take your your headphones, take one of the headphones off, you're gonna have two wires. If you just you just cut one, I mean, get, buy some cheap headphones. Cut cut that uh, speaker off on one side. You could put one in your ear so you can hear the noises when you're walking around. The other side you hook up to a Hertz reader. It's gonna give you all the frequencies wherever you see the hot spots in your house, and then you can record that. Can I share something with all of you? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm in California, too. I'm actually um, right on the verge of where San Diego, in Oceanside, where San Diego meets San Clemente. I lived in San Clemente for 10 years. I didn't know how many black ops people I would run into and shocked. FBI agents, um, guys, old guys who, you know, basically... They went to be used um, as civilians because of their intelligence, and I was surprised they weren't out with it. But I want to tell you something right now that's happening as we speak. Um, President Bush is in town. He was supposed to come in town this week. He came in Friday night last night. Um, He flew into where you guys are. I know where Orange is because I actually lived there for a while. Um, he He went to UCI to give a speech, um, UC Irvine, um, I know about UC Irvine, I know about some of the wicked testing that's going on between there and UCLA, I know some of the good things they're doing at UCLA, um, but President is, is in town, he's not here as he said to talk about uh, the minimum wage problem, he's not here for that, you got to look beyond that, and what, what it said about the 4th of July, that could be a scare tactic, it could be real. It could actually be our government, actually, because July 15th is Jade Helm Day. That's when they're going to start. They've already put people in place, Russians, in Colorado, Fort Collins, uh, Fort Carson, Japanese internment camps are there. I didn't even know. They're training. The Russians are training with the Americans. The, the, the Russians are going to be putting us in jail. Um, Innocent people who have no criminal record whatsoever. I talked to a guy at the dog park the other day. Um, He actually was a special investigator. So he knows a whole lot more than I do. And he gave me his card and shared some things with me. But so the president is in Palm Springs as we speak right now. Um, I was handcuffed. I was told 5150. I don't even know what a 5150 is. I was on my way to drop off my service dog at the kennel, and right after I saw the treaty uh, going on the floor about the treaty that they were debating um, on the Senate House, 
I should have never, I should have shut that TV off because when I saw President Obama pull one of the women Congress people off the Senate floor, she was adamant to vote no on the TTIP fast track treaty that's combining and sending jobs as we speak to Mexico. So if you call your phone company, get customer service, you're going to get Mexico, South America, Colombia, whatever. So that's part of the treaty. It's already a done deal. The money system has already changed. The dollar bills are not dollar bills anymore. They're actual coins. It looks like a quarter, um, but it's gold. And it's as light, almost as light as a quarter, like the pounds I had when I was stationed in England. Going to be in LA on Wednesday. Hey, and so, I, if you're over fifty, that's kind of what you live for, don't you think? I'm sorry, what? It's easy. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What? Can't hear you. Get off your speakerphone if you are on one. If you can. I'm not on a speakerphone. No, the guy. No, we I, I, I don't need people hearing my conversation because the less that know my conversations, the better. Now I have to keep low key. I keep, have to keep my mouth shut. Um, I was having a panic attack, and now it's not just mental, psychosomatic. They did damage to my heart with the Vioxx that they gave me, where there's all class action suits against. Um, I have breathing problems. I have a a Simba cord inhaler now. I never had breathing problems before. I was a pro athlete before all of this. And um, he wrote on there, I was talking about jihad. I said, I said nothing about jihad. I don't know where you got that from. I said, Jade Helm. I said, here, I printed it out. Veterans Against Jade Helm. Jade Helm Operations. It talks about generals and colonels saying, I don't understand why are you calling Southern California hostile and you're going to treat us that way. Why are you talking Utah and Texas, you're going to treat us as hostile uh, entities because we have a lot of churches here. Mega Church in Rock Church in San Diego. Uh, Saddleback Church. He's got campuses all over the place. There there's so many preachers that you just have to turn on K-Way 107.9. They're all the way down to Riverside, all the way down to San Diego, all the way down to L.A., all the way to Virginia, Newport News, Virginia. Um, and what they're saying is, is fact. It's coming. Everything that, that was going to be predicted in biblical things was going to happen the way it was going to happen. But for those non-believers... I was one of those non-believers when I was a Catholic. I'm like, if this is the way it is, I don't want any part of Christianity. Why would God put me through this hell, making me suffer, beating me up by my, my priest, saying I'm never going to make it into heaven. I have to say all these prayers to these saints. I'm still not going to get into heaven. And then, you know, being beat on, told I was never going to amount to anything growing up in the Midwest. I'm thinking about going back to... Um, Michigan, but then I'm going to face, I'm going to feel suicidal. Then I, I won't take my life because I'm trying to protect lives from suicide. I can't tell you how many Marines that I meet on a regular basis that I've turned their lives over. And I said, you don't have to buy off on this Christian stuff. I don't even go to church every week, but I know that my God is real. He doesn't want us to suffer. The human race, we don't want each other to suffer. Even if you don't believe, I believe in humanity. Humanity first, everything else second. 
people. Yeah, like that lady was saying, it's about love and integrity. Those of yeah. us with love and integrity, they're doing all they can to take that away. I'm not going to judge because they're a bisexual, because they don't believe in Christ, because they're thrown out of the church. I, I know that they've suffered. I've suffered. I've been tormented my whole life. And I know what it's like to suffer for no reason at all. Even when you try to do good, you're suffered, you're tortured even more, as happens okay, to me. Okay, well, take a deep breath. It's okay. Let me ask you a question. Are you With those smart, and I, I thank you for what you shared, because things I don't even know about technology that I thought I knew a lot, but I, I had some great information just listening to you all on the call. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You were talking about all of those big churches. Are any of them coming out with the information about Jade Helm specifically? Are they talking about it? Here's the thing. I called them on it. I called um, Harvest Church, who has the crusade that I've only missed twice since I moved down here in 2002 when I knew I was going to get called back after 9-11. I've only missed two, and it's put on by Harvest Church, Greg Glory out of Riverside, and Costa Mesa, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, um, and they said in August they were going to Dallas, and I'm thinking, why would they be going to Dallas? There's nothing but evil there. There's the bushes there. There's the Saudis there. They're, you know, they're, they should just line the, the bushes, the whole Bush family up, I'm sorry to say this, and just, you know, annihilate them, because they've created this mess we're in. It wasn't like that before they came in, and um you know, and not that's not the Christian thing to say, but I'm sorry. I'm just so vengeful and angry that the tenants and the Cheney and the Rumsfeld, they're still paid advisors, just not in the book. Okay, and can you answer my question? Are they talking about Jade Helm, these these mega churches? Are they no, talking about no. it? Okay, the then thing. they're a part of the problem. You're going they, to the they wrong are. place. That's right. You're right. You're mu- you must be right because I brought it up to Costa Mesa. I said, do you know anything about this? And they said, no. And I'm like, how could they not know? So I heard about this thing where you guys were talking about that everybody was going to get that 501c subsidized. They were going to su- get a subsidy. But with that subsidy, the government was going to tell them what they can and cannot say. They would start taking sermons like they did out of Houston and said, you're going to make, you're going to, perform same-sex marriage, and and if you don't, you're going to go to jail, and you're going to be fined. So they shut up. They took the money, obviously, right? The Catholic Church, um, they're in a whole different realm because they, in a way, are part of everything that happened way back in history. So that's why I hated the Catholic Church. I didn't know why until I went there three times, and I I knew that they just do this mantra. They still do. I went to the Basilica in San Juan. They still stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel, sit. If you are not, if you don't believe in one happy, holy apostolic church, then you go to hell. That's what it says in the liturgy, not in the Bible. I'm like, I was only seven. I didn't know this was wrong, but I knew in my heart something just felt wrong. In a little town of 10,000 people, you didn't dare question it, and I couldn't wait till I got away from home. If my mom didn't put me into, I wish she would have put me into a military boarding school with um, me being tortured and, and beat up all the time, she would have done me a favor. I just did it a little bit sooner, or actually a little bit later in life. I didn't want to be any part of the military. I didn't know anything about it. I don't believe in guns. I don't believe in killing people. But just like I watched what happened in Oklahoma to the woman that was 
was decapitated because he got fired. That Islamic guy got fired, and then he tried to decapitate the other woman. She went on TV the other day to talk about what happened and how he was heavily, they found his computer, and how he was he was doing his own jihad by himself, and he was pissed off that he got fired and said he was going to take every, especially every American, every female down first. And then he was going to start a jihad. He was already in the midst of starting a jihad. In Oklahoma, of all places, how can you hide in Oklahoma? I don't know. Well, what they, what I think they did is they took one person and one group at a time, and they provoked the hell out of them to see what they were going to do. Because if, that you know, they, they only had to go to war with one guy. Or, or, th- or three people at, at a time. And then once they, you know, flooded the street, protested or whatever, or ran out, then they could handle it one at a time. Once the da- the people that were going to go against them go against them, they're not united. They're only a few people or a group of people or a hundred people. Um, the people that were up against, the United Nations is united. They have a whole bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. The, the government has a whole bunch of people. The police have, have a whole bunch of people. We have what less we have about is, ISIS than we do we, you about can't our even get, You can't even get five people to do anything you want them to do. That's our problem. Yeah. Hey, um, is this, uh, who's managing the call? Is it Neil or is it Derek? Uh, it's I, Mark. Hi, what's up? Hey, how are you doing, Derek? All right. Hey, I just wanted to speak. You know, I heard that lady earlier coughing like crazy, her memory. And, you know, I haven't been on this call for, what, probably two, three years. (laughs) But I just wanted to reach out, and I wanted to remind this community that the one thing that this community tends to miss or address is literally being toxified, and that's in your home. It's in your car. It's in your work. Yeah. And you have to you have to take some measures. It it you know toxins, biotoxins affect your memory. They affect your energy level, and that is a huge huge part of this. And uh, if you don't, I mean, they put crap in your clothes. I'm just going to tell you like it is, you know. Uh, they affect people, and they're very good at that. Very good. Uh, well, in Russia, that. it's, it's very, very typical, but uh, we don't expect that in the United States. Well, not only that, you, you want to hear something that's really scary? Um, I was a homeowner at one time and when I lived in Northern California when I was in the high-tech industry, telecom. Um I didn't have any problems with my house. But when I moved into a condo in 2012 and I could smell the sewage in the upstairs bathroom, so I kept thinking, okay, this management company is running this expensive gated community or expensive place, um, which I told them I'm only staying here three months. I'm not going to pay this kind of rent even if I could afford it because I don't live beyond my means. I'm going to buy out the contract, tell me what I need to do to do that. I just need to just get my 
rest my feet because I just came from a household of illegals who had 13 people living in a three-bedroom, basically. And I just couldn't handle social worker, kept coming, questioning. I had to hide every time they came. And, you know, basically just all kinds of things going on. But when you talk about toxins, this is what I did. Um, I was feeling really sick all the time, having gastrointestinal problems, having memory problems. And lo and behold, um, within a week, I hired an environmental team, $400. They did a full full workup. They checked the That's water. That's pretty cheap for $400. It wasn't yeah. an industrial hygienist, and, I'm guessing. And I thought, well, you know what? Um, we, we've fought in all these wars, and then, you know, all these military people in here don't even know that they're getting sick and their families are going to be permanently injured with their lungs and respiratory and their, and their heart and everything else. And I have to, if, if anything, this is not for me. This is for them. So I hired the environmental team. I got it back two months later, which was too late. It was um, December. I, I ended up getting a heart attack, ended up in the hospital. Um, didn't realize and was having the runs all the time. Didn't realize until the report came back and all the government agencies were gone for Christmas. Um, so we really didn't have a lake to stand on. And we were having floods back in 2012. I don't know if anybody remembers that. And everybody was getting flooded and having visible mold, green, black, white. I had the invisible kind behind the walls that you couldn't see. So they tested the water. They found E. coli in the water. They found um, toxic, the most dangerous, stocky, botches, toxic mold behind the walls. And they said, if you live here any longer, which this was December, I moved in the end of October, I couldn't pay the October or December rent after the heart attack because I had to put my service dog at $55 a day in a kennel. I only had one source of income on a fixed income. So that is why a lot of people, when you talk about toxicity, it's not just California. It's across the whole United States. I'm I'm well aware I I lost a real estate business and I lost a home which was literally level. Now, I'm living in a hotel with a family that's going through that exact thing. Just one moment, please. I want to speak. Derek? I I just want to speak for five minutes. You know me. I don't appear on this call often. One of the reasons I don't is because this speaks of conspiracy. I don't speak with conspiracy. I have a successful business. I fight like hell to make that business work. And I use that business to document things. And I call these guys motivators, not perpetrators, because they motivate me every time they target me harder. And I give them the credit, and I thank them for it. Come well, on. You know, I'm ready. I have a question for you, sir. What, yep. is, what is it that's wrong with the conspiracy? Did the government somehow tell people that you're not allowed to believe that two or more people, all a conspiracy is, is two or more people got well, together and I'll did just, something. I'll just, so I'll just address what, that. What's so wrong about because, a conspiracy? Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Why does everybody sure. have, before they say that there's a conspiracy, why do they have to explain, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but blah, blah, blah. Let you know, talk. Why you're, 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 I'll, I'll tell you why. Because when you get involved in conspiracy, you actually go nowhere. Now, when you start working with professionals that know their stuff, 
then you're dealing with factual things. And so if you focus on factual things, then you can gather evidence. For instance, mold. Uh, they target almost every one of our homes with water. I mean, my God, we have water leaks like crazy. Well, there's a simple way to deal with that, and that is simply buy a thermal imaging camera, get an iPhone 5. They're pretty doggone cheap these days. And you can scan for heat. You can scan for devices. You can scan for whatever you want. It's not a $1,000 uh, thermal imaging camera, but let me tell you, as you walk across the floor, it'll show you the footprints with shoes on where you walked. You want to find water? It'll tell you where a water leak is. That's pretty sure. important because they use that against us. Are you talking about clear model or which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the floor one. Which one? How much is the clear one, the lowest one? Uh, it's now $189 from Apple directly. What really? Now, is really? that, better, so than, is that better or not as good as the one that's on a phone already? Why did it oh, get so low? It attaches to the phone, but it is a very, very good camera. You can see people in the dark from a long wow. ways away. It beats what the heck. No, that's actually smart because a lot of a lot of the things they're heating up in the house, and that's very smart. And actually, the only problem I have with that is that they're they're hitting my uh, my cameras and they're throwing them in and out of focus, and they're Mom, basically remember? messing around with the focus on it. But I'm going to tell you something. That one's that one's testable and it's documentable, and you can use video, you can take photos, you can do whatever you want. And Mom, let me remember? tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't I don't worry about what they're going to do. I ordered the first one. It came in. It didn't work. I said, awesome, because I already sent out an email prior to even ordering it that, gee, I expected it not to work when it came in. I, I, I like, I like I your attitude. It. I like your attitude. I, I don't think about who's doing me or what they want me about that all day long. And if you think about that, it's just going to make you more and more depressed. Well, actually, uh, and, there's an old saying, and a lot of people don't like it. My saying goes the same as Napoleon's, which is keep your friends close and your enemies even closer. Know thy enemy. And if you know your enemy, you can even manipulate them to do things to you so that you can document them. Because believe me, you can piss them off. That's the hard part. That's the hard part, knowing enemy because it's coming from so many different Oh, no, it's easy. Oh. And I'm going to give you guys a couple of clues. I'm going to give you I don't come on this call very often. No, and the reason, you should, the reason you I come on this call more often. No, the reason, I, the reason I don't is the reason that most of you don't. If you tell the truth, you're always going to pay for this harder. And, and that is true. So I guess you might say I'm a little managed or smart that way. And and I take into account what people actually do with the information, which is very little. I've confirmed. Yeah, but we don't have a choice. We well, didn't have I've, a. They put us in a catch twenty two. See, the way I look at that, just real quickly, is that if I was at my house minding my own business and they started targeting me, then they put me in a forced position to have to try to get out of it and and advocate and do all that. So if they would have just left me alone, I'd be a quiet as a little mouse, just. Uh, 
Okay, well, listen, I want, to, I want to give you some tools to work with very quickly cool. because I'm not okay. going to be on this call for very long. All okay? right. And here are the tools to work with. First of all, um, the toxins. You can address those toxins. They put them in your clothes. I mean, all you have to do is shake your freaking clothes in front of an infrared camera and you'll see all kinds of crap come out. Shake them before. After you get out of the, out of the dryer, you'll see that they're not nearly the same unless you, have a, you live in Saudi Arabia and have a dust storm, which we do not. And so, you know, people like to think they're not coming in to their home, but they are. It's very easy to break into a home, not difficult. And if you lock it down really, really good, you'll find that they'll take out the window panes. They'll do whatever. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to get into a home, not difficult. I could be probably be one of the best criminals in the United States after learning from these people. So what I want to let you know is is basically. They have systems in place in a home. Everybody wonders how these chemicals and these toxins get in. Um, If you put an application on your phone, whether it's an iPhone or whether it is an Android phone, there are some applications that will actually show you the GPS. Who is this girl right now? Wait, let him finish. finish. She has some good I I like her. Let him talk. fucking like. Hey, excuse me. Let, let him finish. Let him finish, please. Everyone likes to think that this is from satellite, and of course, some people don't. There's a lot of uh, um, a talk on which way it is. Now, what I've discovered is those systems are very. Those like systems her. are. Those systems are very localized. If you put an application on your phone, which will give you the Wi-Fi location of the router via GPS. Uh, no, shut the fuck up. I, I want to have that girl talk. Excuse me, can you let him finish, please? Yeah, well, it's valuable information. You know, yeah, people so I want to hear. I want to hear what you have. Just keep going, please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, keep going. The phone, and I actually have three or four, five or six different ones because I like to test things to the hilt. What you'll find is that you have some wireless routers that don't belong to you. What you'll find is that those those uh, SSIDs, the name of that network, will change. What you'll find is that you you probably have a couple of those that don't even have a MAC address, which is an absolute, and you know that, uh, you got to have a MAC address for any wireless device, any communication device. That's an FCC law. Everyone in the world has it. Every device in the world has it that communicates. So, you know, they're spoofing this, and actually what they're doing is they're using that Wi-Fi to manage systems within your home to be able to watch you, to be able to listen to you, and I suspect, you know, I've tested this in different locations where I've lived. And what's incredible is literally have about five extra. Uh, yeah, five this boom, in that location. Boom, so, bitch. So boom, that's bitch. Ma'am, could, could you, could you, could you boom, keep silent bitch. until he finishes, please? Boom, bitch. The other thing I want to encourage you guys on 
is really to recondition yourself. I'm still after four years, I'm reconditioning myself and I have a successful business. Finally, this year I said, I'm going to change my tactics. We're on, we're, you know, we, we are not without problems. Believe me, I have lots of sabotage, lots of, lots of stuff that happens. And uh, Derek, I don't know who that is, but if you can just, well, I'm, I'm trying, I'm working on it, Mark, keep talking. Right. So, you know, if you, if you can establish a business, you know, part of our mindset is that they manage everything. And we will be unsuccessful. And nothing is further from the truth if you put your mind to it. I have a I business call with it my boom bitch. I have a business with my son. They do target him more. Um, I'll be exiting that, and I have a really good, uh, good business waiting for me that has to do with the electromagnetic spectrum working good for someone. So yeah. it's kind of like, exciting. You don't have so, like a fucking DEW is on your head, so uh, good for you. But what I want to tell you is this. Maybe that business, we've been working at it for four years. It's been hard. The way I control what they do is I document everything. I don't call the police ever. Well, very seldom unless it's really, really serious. And uh, so when I, you know, they beat the hell out of my truck. Uh, they they sabotage equipment left and right. Uh, and I, what I try and do is I use the same mechanic every time, and I have them document it when they repair it. And that costs me money, but it creates a validity to what is happening and what they are doing. Uh, You always, I don't know how you can do it in your personal life if you're just living at home, you have to be active in order to be able to document and get them to do something that somebody else can see. And of course, you have to have the money to do that. So if you focus on a business, any business, what I want you to know is you can be successful and you can manage it by documenting everything they do. Any moron knows that there is only so much that can go wrong. Sorry, nobody's got luck like that. So it's it's pretty easy. You know, a BMW, uh, it's older, by the way. It's not new. It's a 98. Uh, Two transmissions in three years. Uh, Three radiators in three years. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, my trailer-mounted power washers, uh, they switch the electrical system backward to fry the batteries and fry the system. Boom. Got a mechanic for that. He knows there's a problem. Got a BMW mechanic. He knows there's a problem. And so it begins to give you credibility. And what I want you guys to know is, you know, I talked to police, and in the beginning, I'm like the rest of you. I called the police only to look like a crazy guy. You know, I got these guys on video, and when the cops came, I went to show them, and I was naive. I didn't know they could connect to my – I wouldn't even thought that they could connect to my laptop wirelessly and manage that, but they did. I couldn't even find the guy in the video. 
was all over the place. I look like a freaking kook. So you can do some things, though, to catch them. And uh, I just encourage you guys to be active. Uh, I've talked to four police officers in the last 30 days. Uh, and I used to do this a lot uh, because they they actually used the police to target me. Um, in my first year, I was stopped by the police 20, 25 times. Uh, sometimes with my hands in the air, they would create events around me. And I soon began to just tell the police, well, it doesn't surprise me. I'm a, I'm a targeted individual. Do you know what that is? And uh, they would, of course, reply no. And and one night I was at a Burger King restaurant and I was talking to another targeted individual. I had just gone through the drive through and then I pulled around and parked next to the drive through in front of, actually, or adjacent to. And I'm talking to a targeted individual. I'm eating my sandwich leisurely and I have a knock on the window. It was a police officer. I rolled my window down and he said, sir, what are you doing here? And I smiled and I said, I held up my Burger King sandwich and I said, well, officer, I'm at Burger King restaurant. I just went through the drive through I'm talking to someone on my phone and eating a Burger King sandwich in Burger King parking lot. Is there anything abnormal about that? And, of course, his reply was, no, I just wanted to check on you. I said, no, you didn't. I said, let me guess. I said, who called? He didn't have an answer. He couldn't tell me. And I and I got I got wise finally after a while. And I said, well, I, here's what I want you to do: go back and check that call, because I think what you'll find is that's a spoofed call, not even from that number. You won't reach the same person. And what these guys are doing, I'm a targeted individual, and what they are doing is they are using your police department to target me. Take a look. I've well, been stopped a lot. So what I want you to know is, now, I talked to a police Just real quick, group. one second, let me just, and yep. you go back to talking. All right, keep going, Mark. Well, what I want you to know is, you know, I, you, you develop strategies, and, and if you're successful, and it is very difficult to be successful, you know, back in uh, August, and I'm telling you this, not to say it's a problem, but to say it's an opportunity. It's all in the way we view things. And the more evidence we can gather, the better off we are. So, you know, they do a lot of, uh, a lot of damage to my equipment. So, you know, we had this, uh, this kit and about $1,000 in that kit in repair parts, and we'd need them in the middle of the night. And uh, so they stole it from my facility. And uh, I reported it. it, took six hours for the police officer to get out there. And my expectations were for him to not even listen. And he got out there and uh, because it had some piping and stuff with it, very little, uh, they sent a guy from the drug department over. I didn't realize that people steal that crap, but they do for drugs. Anyway, um, so I told him about it. And then I began to talk about my targeting. He was a lieutenant. And as I talked about my targeting, I, a few things resonated with him. Uh, how they communicate resonated with him. The bouncing 
the bouncing SSIDs, changing SSIDs uh, for wireless. Um, all of this began to resonate, and of course he knew there's no way I would know that with my background. And then the other thing that resonated with him was spoof calls. It resonated with him big time. And he said, well, Mark, he said, I tell you what, if you want to come in and talk to the guys at Intel, I'll set up an appointment for you. I said, well, here's the deal. I don't think I'm ready to do that. I don't fear this. I'm not dead, but I would like to live. And I said, I'm, I'm not in the position that I feel I need to be to protect myself. And I understand you guys don't begin to have the assets to be able to do that. So, but I also want you to know this, officer. There's always an indirect repercussion for what I just told you. I said, you may laugh at that. I don't care. But there always is, and I expect one here. The following day, I was in another city. They gave my credit card information to a little criminal, probably not part of their network. He went in and got 500 bucks with a card just like mine out of the ATM. Then he went to the front counter and did 500 bucks in uh, in uh, another 500 bucks in uh, in gift cards, three dollars and 48 cents in camera. I called the lieutenant back and it didn't surprise him. And so what I want you to know is I've talked to four different police officers in the last month. And uh, because I, I often stop and educate them, and what I have now found four out of four is, and this is random. Nobody knows I'm going to stop. I don't even know I'm going to stop. It's random. They are now becoming aware of targeting in Colorado Springs. You see, there's only, it, it, it's a matter of time before this catches up. It's a matter of time. You you can only target so many people before people begin to discover what's happening. And it's a numbers game. So, but I, I, I don't know. I want to impart and try and encourage people. The lady that's coughing, look, use hydrogen peroxide to clean your home. It's the best thing known to man. Talk to any industrial hygienist. I face mold in my business and my home. Unfortunately, it was between the brick facade and, and the exterior wall of the home, and it just wasn't savable. But um, if you learn some valuable concepts, wash your clothes in hydrogen peroxide. It's uh, the same as uh, what you would buy on the shelf for the safe bleach, and it'll clean your clothing. So, you know, I just want to encourage you to that. I I recently, um, my girlfriend had a great idea of going to the steam room. Uh, I do not guard my home. Uh, I'm sorry, it can't be guarded. Not at yeah. this junk. Uh, I don't worry about that. Uh, cars, you know, if you spend all of your time, and I want to encourage those of you that are at home, without work. Get out. My God, you are a sitting target in your home. You spend the rest of your time in your car, a few minutes in the grocery store, you have no relief from this whatsoever. None. And it will kill you. That I promise, and I don't mean to scare anyone. You have to manage this. You have to get healthy. You have to get out and walk. 
hard walks, physical exercise. I've learned this through this business with my son. I've learned how to work, and I've actually worked for 40 hours straight. The reason I worked 40 hours straight is I wanted to see what it felt like not to be raped at night. I wanted to see if I was healthier. And believe me, I felt great after 40 hours of work, straight. So, you know, you test things. You see how things work. Um, I thank these people every day. I thank them for giving me a belief in my God that although I almost went into the ministry in the early 80s, I never could understand how a living God could send someone to hell. Now I get it. Now I get it. It's clear to me. And it doesn't matter if you're Muslim. Same belief pattern. Everybody believes in karma. Every major religion except for Satanists. They believe they're gods. I just tell them to light up a torch, put it on their ass, and then let me know if they're a god. I haven't had any takers yet that I'm aware of. So, you know, I I fear nothing. I really don't. And fear is what will manage you. And we have to get out of that pattern. We have to get out of really accusing our neighbors. What I have learned is I've reached out to my neighbors, even neighbors that I thought maybe were part of this. And what I've learned is basically, gee, I met the the lady downstairs, an RN, a registered nurse. She and her husband chased all over the United States from these people. Hired a guy. Ran it running from Oregon just a couple of months ago. Targeted. He just didn't know. He, he didn't. He didn't know it was happening to other people. Um, as you begin to talk to people that are around you, maybe even people that you suspect are it, what you might find is that maybe they're not it. It's really amazing when you reach out and you say. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to find out. And even if they are, even if they are it, at least you'll know something about them. And uh, and I've done that. Believe me, I, I, I test it, and so I kind of know. And I use my sixth sense. Um, uh, one guy I approached, never met him before. Let me tell you something. He, uh, he backed out so fast. I was just going over to talk to him. I was joking with him. And he backed out so fast, he couldn't get away fast enough. They, 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 they can fear you. They can. And there's a part of this on the spectrum that happens to these people that you will never see. I promise you, you're not seeing it. If you think their lives are all happy-go-lucky, think again. Nobody does evil like this without feeling like crap. God didn't make us this way. He didn't. And I encourage all of those, all of you that say, okay, why did God put me in this? I don't judge other religions. I I like to be very inclusive. I do have my own opinion, okay? I have my own background. My belief pattern is, if if you look at the book of Revelation, 
it's or even the book of Muhammad, take your pick. Muslims believe very closely. And what's incredible is, cause, and I know that because I have a good Muslim brother who's targeted in Denver. And uh, we see very eye to eye. But, you know, it says in the Bible that this will happen eventually. Technology's here for this to happen. And so... Okay, excuse me, Mark. Uh, looks like there's no comma or any kind of pause in your whatever it is. But anyway, I just oh. have to make this announcement. And uh, sure. we have about maybe 20, 25 minutes left in the call before it automatically closes. So just want to let people know that the call, the call is going to automatically close in about uh, 20, 25 minutes. So if you have anything to say, um, yeah. and as the call winds up, you star eight and you can... Uh, we can, uh, yeah, Derek, Derek, thanks for the time, and I'm going to quit speaking, but, you know, I just want to encourage everyone, don't let them manage your belief pattern, period. Okay, thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Uh, it's been a while. Okay, we have about, like I said, about 20, 25, 25 minutes before the call winds up, if you have anything to say. Mark, I appreciate those words of wisdom. I w- uh, you should come on the call yeah. more often. I agree. Yep, just like Derek, you know, we got to find solutions and not focus merely on the problem. But yes. Um, yes. I've always been in that industry and in problem solving, not problem looking for. And there's many different ways to get there. We just got to well, all just keep together. Well, yeah, the opportunity in this really is, you know, people on this call, um, they're not really thinking about who's listening. And media listens, boy, that's big. And I've got a business. I'm going on to do something else. Let me tell you something. We had to, and and I just want you guys to give you an example of how closely they look at us. I had to get a bond to do a city job that I bid on. The insurance company, not only did they go to my website, but they went to Facebook. They're looking at Uh everything. That's an insurance company. I do. So you have to maintain your credibility. You have to build your credibility, and it's not an easy walk, but it's possible. And that's why I don't get into conspiracy. Well, my two senses, it exists, but we can fight it. And there's many different ways to fight it. But trying to stay positive is the hardest thing because that's exactly what the devil doesn't want us to be, is that light in the dark. Oh, hi. Um, Mark, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, we can hear you, um, Cassandra. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask him a question. I, I'm, I'm real interested as to his reason, and he stopped short of giving it as to why he believes that God allows this in our lives. I really would, you know, I'm always interested to hear um, different people's reasoning for that. So can you answer that? Can you can you give me your I hard time with that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, how, why, why, why God allows what why, in our lives. Why, why we're tested with why why we wouldn't suffer, but why we suffer? 
Is he there? We're, I, I why, believe we're why, all, we're why, all survivors. Why? We all know what's going on. We survived this long. Once <laughs> this is over, do you know how powerful we're going to be after we stop being targeted? If you survive this long, just listen to what Mark said. He doesn't worry about who's doing it or why. He he just keeps going on with his life, and basically it empowers him. And that's what I'm trying to do. I, I tell them, you better... Yeah. You guys better better strike me down and kill me with this technology because I'm going to keep coming after you. And, yeah. you know, the more they do to me, the more the more it motivates me to come after them. So he's soon, no longer there? Mark is no longer there to answer the question? No, I appreciate that was worth the wisdom that he gave. The, the, you know, I wish he would come on the call more often. So all of you have really good... Um, different viewpoints that we can all use as ammunition against the enemy. So it's not just one way. It's everything. Yeah. Everything. But with well, but it, trying trying to keep it, trying to keep ourselves positive in this horrible negative word, world that we, uh, we don't, we, we're not shown as children that exist, but we learn it. You know, and that's the thing. We're we're going to be very powerful people. We're going to be very powerful people when this is over. If you can survive this, basically your life is tough enough as is. We're getting targeted by this technology and put down by this technology. If you can survive through this, you know what? You know how powerful we're going to be when this is all over, and this is going to be over soon. You're right. You're right. The signs are there. And so you got to keep going on, and just like what Mark said, you got to keep yourself busy. I usually love the beach. I haven't been to the beach yet, and I need to get yeah. out of that. I mean, I've been yeah. in the house, and they've been hitting me pretty hard here. And he's right. I get, you know, you got to get out of the house. He's working. You know, I'm an unemployed right now. I'm trying to build electronics to track down this stuff. And like I said, with the uh, the little thing, the headphone jack hooked up to a a Hertz, um, you know, reader. Basically, that was working, and they're even projecting bad frequencies on the phone here, uh, on the call. And I know I'm getting radiated through all the uh, podcasts that I've been on. And finally, finally, I hooked that up, and uh, if I can, I'm going to try and make a couple of those, too. I mean, it's pretty simple to make. Uh, I'm trying to build cheap electronics to... So you can basically videotape what's going on and stuff like that. But Mark had good information. I was looking into buying a FLIR camera, but they always throw out the uh, the focus on my, my uh, cell phone and on my cameras. So I wanted to buy something with a manual focus, but I think I'm just going to buy the cheap uh, FLIR because okay. there, are a lot of hot, there are a lot of hot spots, and it seems like that's what they target, my adapters, my... Um, my air conditioning uh, unit, uh, the um, you know the uh, just the uh, the dial there, you know the um, what is it for the heater, you know the um, where you adjust the heat. They basically all these little hot spots. They're heating me up. All these all these hot spots, even in the car, my radio gets hot. There's certain things, it seems like whatever they heat up, that's what they're targeting. My light bulbs, forget it. The one light bulb was at 150 degrees. They shouldn't get that hot a light bulb. I have light bulbs that are burning out after two weeks. They're throwing surges into the house. Hmm. Well, I found out uh, a little information. If anybody wants to go on the, 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 I don't remember exactly what site it is about GE, 
when they came out with the fluorescent bulbs uh, to save energy. Um, actually, it talked more on a military website about how they used it for, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Morse code when it would blink. Yeah. And that there's some other way it actually does more, just like your TV, your computer, does damage to your psyche. And I never, I always had trouble fluorescent lights when I was in, in school. Well, if you up. think about it, our, our children, uh, you know, I don't have not, kids. Not but the normal kids just... fluorescent lights. Not, it's not normal. It's no, not. the fluorescent lights, the LED yeah. light, fluorescent lights, LED lights, mercury bulbs, they shouldn't be on dimmer switches. And what they're doing in my house, my fan basically changes speeds. So basically the whole house is on a dimmer switch. It goes from a high speed to a medium speed, and that's why the bulbs are blowing out. Fluorescents and LEDs, they take basically... Take out the fluorescent. That's what I'm about. Take out the fluorescent put the... Yeah, I, basically, I went around the house, and uh, I, I was saying that uh, the, 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 the fluorescents, what he know is he developed a, a patent and he sold it to our government, and they declassified it. He sold it for yeah. two or three million dollars. Where he turned a fluorescent a fluorescent bulb, he wrapped it in plastic and basically he made an antenna out of it. It's basically an antenna that can appear and disappear, can be used as a magnifier, as a uh, like a you know, multiple antenna in one. And our government bought it up and they declassified it. It's basically using a, a fluorescent bulb. So that that thing that you found about GE, that's probably correct. That you know, they you could use Morse code with that. They're very bad. I even have a videotape where my light bulb. I still have fluorescents. They're they're put into the ceiling, so I have to take them out. But and then I got to patch it up. But when I turn off the lights, the one fluorescent bulb stays on. If I have the light on for an hour, the light will stay on for about a half hour and slowly dimmer. And at one point, I basically the the one corner was lit up. I dragged my hand across the whole bulb. I lit up the whole bulb. That's how oh, much man. energy Beaton uh, projected <laughs> oh. to me. So you're a light of the world. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, not, not, I guess not in a good way, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's this targeting here. And it's like I'm trying to build small electronics that everybody can use because I know everybody's hurting for money okay. here, and so am I. And it's like... They just keep frying electronics. I'm going to keep building stuff, so I keep oh, trying. I'm glad Derek has this line for everybody to kind of no. talk. Unless we bond together, we, we weren't meant and created to be alone, and I isolate myself so much that um, uh, it's not it's not um, healthy. Like all of you no, said, you know, you got to get out. you got to, yeah. you know, get out in the sunshine. You gotta do the things. Do the things that you enjoy because they want to isolate you. And, and I appreciate, Derek, for having these calls and sticking around for 10 years and doing all this. Everybody that's given their input that have been just so sweet, um, you know, I can just tell their hearts are just filled with God and, and sweetness. And, you know, that's, nobody on here means any harm. That's the thing. It seems like they're targeting all good people, and we're all good people. We'll and and that's why this is going to stop. The we good always prevails in the end. We can fight more together than we can a single. Exactly. Uh, that's why I don't like when people start arguing and stuff like that. Basically, they're doing this. They're influencing people around you 
and even us to argue, and that's a thing. you got to take a step back and analyze the situation because they influence a lot of things in your life, and they've done a plenty to me. And, you know, you just got to think, you know, you made it this far. Once this is over, you know how powerful you're going to be? You're going to be unstoppable. And and this is only our temporary home. So um, I know we'll be reunited with our pets, with our loved ones that passed over. Some of them I never got to meet that died before or were murdered before I was born. So um, I look forward to that day. But in the meantime, we all have a purpose to serve, you know, whatever that is. Every day it's something different. And, you know, everybody's input, everybody who has a heart for people want to see good things come out of this. And we will prevail. We will yes, prevail. Well. We will. And we're going to have a big party when this is all over, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm just hoping that we can have a gathering spot one of these times soon because I'm telling you what's coming up. Um, it's the whole Southwest Corridor, but then it's going to go um, section by section. Midwest will probably be next where my family is. And then the East Coast, which already lost us happening there. Yeah. Does anybody have the code for the uh, the chat room that closes <coughs> afterwards? The chat room that uh, opens. Yeah, and the one he said after this. Yeah. Um, I'll it down. Well, let me get it. It's um one three two three four nine. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm just you know. I'm just, uh, I'm not anybody special and just, you know, trying to survive life like everyone. But Well, you know, I just life. want to, uh, I just want to also mention that, um, kind of to answer what Cassandra was saying, that, uh, um, now God does give everybody free will, yeah. uh, even those that wish to do evil. He gives us yeah. all free will, so he does not intervene in that. Uh, however, um, you know, we are, you know, in many ways the light in this situation. And as we start to educate people, then they can make better choices. And that's yeah. what's happening in Richmond, so that uh, those that are aware can make choices uh, for everybody that will help us. So that's that's what it's about, really, is making good choices. And life is about that in so many ways. Exactly. It is about your actions, your thoughts, your words um, that you're not even aware of that I need to be reminded of on a regular basis, you know, good or bad. So thank you for giving us this opportunity. You've been, you've been like our godsend, um, Derek, and I'm not kidding. Um, yeah. All these terrible things that are happening to innocent people, um, you know, I know that that devil's gonna keep trying to stick it to us, but I have intercessor girlfriends who um, said that you, as an individual, as a human being, have the power to rebuke Satan. All you have to do, they said, is say these words. You know, I'm a child of the Most High God, and when I say that, I have the power to say, Satan, back off, get behind me, in God's name. 
and you have to do that on a regular basis, just like an exorcism, which I do believe my brother has demonic, uh, since I was little, demonic entities in him growing up in Wilson, Michigan, and now he's swindling people um, out of all kinds of stuff in Florida. And, um, you know, I pray for him, but he's still as evil, if not more, than he ever was. And I just hope before his last breath that he realizes um, that, you know, that the heaven that he thinks about, the God that he thinks about, and the actions that he takes, um, that we're all going to be judged. I'm going to be judged. I don't want to Well, a lot of this is is satanic. Uh, It's happening to us. And that is, uh, and, you know, like I said, God gives everybody free will. It's and, great you know, he does, he, he gives everybody free will. And um, there are there are many instances, I mean, I'm stalked by Satanists. And so a lot of times I do have to ask God to deliver me from evil. And it's, exactly. you know, not uh, from demonic forces and, and so forth. So, um, but anyway, it's not like God will come down and stop evil. Right. Um, because, like I said, he gives everybody free will. And, and we have learning to good do things so. that are happening, on, that will happen for us, will come um, mostly through uh, people. And yeah. he uses uh, people to exercise his will, and that's what we're here for. And the test us. We're here too. to educate people and to make them aware so that they can make better choices. Exactly, Derek. In fact, I brought up this, it says satanic subversion of U.S. military. Um, it said uh, February 5th, uh, 1999, uh, U.S. District Court, Nebraska. There was a hearing um, with an officer in the military and how he was using um, satanic uh, practices, incorporating them into the military. Um, so if anybody wants to look it up, look it up. Um, well, yeah, the, the uh, satanic forces have infiltrated the government, actually. Yeah. They, and they all institutions of society. It's, I mean, that's what, we're, that's, what we're battling. that's what we're battling, basically. Yeah, but we do right. have, Please. I think we do have a chance to succeed. I think things, good things are happening. We do. I do see that um, miracles here and there. Remember, I hope, you know, like, when 9-11 happened, they thought we'd crush it and just crumble, whether the military was responsible or government was responsible for setting it up or not. Um, you know, they're going to be, we all have to answer for what we've done in the end, and whether you believe or not, uh, that's um, regardless. Um, it, it will happen. And I... Well, yeah. well everyone has has choices to make, every single person. Yeah, even the corpse. Every day. So, uh, even though they're doing evil now and they feel like they're getting away with it, they aren't. Yeah. Not even them. Exactly. They uh, they know the time is short, and it's and it, as you notice, the time just seems to go by so quick now. It just seems like the like the the globe is spinning really, really fast on its axis, and you know, I don't know if it's my imagination, but. I like watching Discovery and the PBS channel a lot. And it has a lot of... I can't continuously watch the bad news that's happening on TV because, you know, that's just a mantra. They're just they're trying to build fear upon fear upon fear. And I, 
I can't do that anymore. Um, so, you know, just to keep saying, I have to watch things, whether it's about wildlife in Africa and the plane, which I would love to go see, um, or, um, you know, Antarctica, or, you know, just things that uh, I marvel at what God's made, you know, just the littlest hummingbirds. I see swallows. They built their mud huts up all around me outside, and my dog just goes crazy watching them feed their, their babies, and all the miracles that I thank God for, you know, that every day we have to give him gratitude for the food, the shelter, the friendships, the um, the animals in our life. Just, you know, the simple things. He needs to hear that. Yeah, the simple things are gifts. And they're the right in our day. And I, I love the simplest It all depends on what you focus on. Exactly. And we have to focus on the good things because, you know, God does bless us. Uh, within each day with things that uh, we can focus on. And it gives us a choice to focus on those or on the evil things. Yeah. um, We've got to um, kind of uh, decide where our focus will be with each day. So uh, I choose to, I I try to work on, it's not always easy to focus on positive things. And the more that you do that, and, it's, and it takes a lot of practice, the more that you do focus on positive things, the more positive things will happen for you. Yeah. I have discovered this for myself. That's great. I mean, that I um, when I talked to Alfonso about that, I said, you know, maybe there's some satanic stuff inside the house, and maybe you need to have a priest come in and do a blessing. You know, I, I don't know, maybe that's what's really going on, because... You know, you're being put through all this, but yet you don't have any cameras up set up. You don't have any audio is he, set up. Is he trying to stay in Mexico? Is he in Mexico? Uh, he No, he's um, in, uh, uh, what is it, um, San Marcos. But he's up to La Jolla VA. But okay. I, I told him he was thinking about leaving her and um, going, letting her go into the underground because she didn't know how much more she could take. And I, I just said, no, that's giving up. I said, no, there's many ways to fight the enemy. And, you know, you get an animal. Get get a German shepherd. Animals can pick up on stuff quicker than humans. And when that animal starts picking up on stuff, when you start installing cameras and audio and visual, um, and it doesn't have to be that expensive, the gold pros, the gold pros that they sell now, um, it only goes to like 50 to 100 feet, but the GoPro, it's audio and visual, just like you can wear it, you can put in your car, so you can tape a police person, you can you can tape someone in front of you, and it goes for seven to eight, seven to 11 hours. But I'm wanting find I'm wanting to find one infrared, and or one that has a longer um, longer range that I can catch up on because. A lot of times, um, even with when those ghost hunters or whatever, I used to watch those programs, I don't anymore. But those EMS, when they see those thermal imaging, they don't see them visually, but when they see it on camera and play it back, they hear the audio they didn't hear, and they see the visual that they didn't see. So I, I believe we're all spirits. I know we are. And, you know, I know some may be hanging around because... They know where they're going to end up going, and um, you know, 
you when you get that weird feeling in your pit of your stomach that something's not right about a person um, or a situation, and then that's God's way of telling you you need to look into this that there's something more. And I don't I don't get like a vision. I don't get like I don't hear something. I don't see something. Um, but I get like a little tug. Maybe you should check this. Maybe you should check that. Kind of like in my own voice. And so then I do, and I'm like, whoa. Are you there? Yeah. So um, listen to those six senses because that's God's way of, of touching your heart to warn you with his with His warring angels to protect you against uh, something you need to know or someplace that you should stay away from those uh, I've had those experiences throughout my life a lot of times I dismiss them and then you know I would reap um, whatever it was because I did oh, uh, I've, I've had those as well so yeah I know what you're talking about everybody has it everybody's God given it's just whether you choose to act on that and look into it and I have the mind of a private investigator. I don't just dwell on emotions, but I look on as emotions can fool you, and the demon definitely uses emotions to try to rile you and and confuse you and and try to get you to induce false emotions. Um, so I cause and effect. You know, I always try to use cause and effect first, and thinking in my perimenopause. You know, in my you know. Just having PMS, you know, um, sometimes women are just, you know, men go through menopause too. I've got a magazine on Time magazine about that. So we all go through hormonal changes, and that's another way the devil, I, I truly believe that he's really getting these preteens before they're even teenagers where they're committing suicide. He's doing everything with the Internet to try to take them down, bully them, and he knows that they are right because they're, you know, most of them are virgins and they're innocent. And he'll take them first because he knows those are his special ones. And that's the most vile, you know, thing. So I am am definitely very protective of older people, handicapped people, people who are young and don't know about the spiritual realm when they start messing with it like I mistakenly did when I was little at the Ouija board. I now realize I, I opened the door and I will never... Oh, yeah, my gosh, the Ouija board. I will, never do, it, oh, I will yeah. never do it again. I did the palm oh, reading oh. when I lived in Sacramento because it's big in Sacramento. Palm readings and, you know, um, crystals. Well, you can see that everywhere, really. It's it's big time. I mean, every week at the Scottish Rite Temple, they would have it in the newspaper. At the and what temple? At the Scottish Rite Temple. It's really oh, big the in Scottish Rite Temple. Oh, well, it's yeah. Really, really big there. In fact, uh, even Selma Capistrano has this magazine called Awakenings. I've seen it in in San Clemente too, and it's all about yoga, holistic stuff. It's it, it's oh. all everything except anything to do with God, right. you know, about you can heal yourself, well, to some extent, but um, when you start relying on 
on um, false altars or false uh, idols, which that's what they are. I didn't know that it wasn't like an object, like a statue. That's not what he was talking about as far as false idols. I had to learn that it can be anything you put above him, anything, Um, whether, you know, it's a relationship, whether it's, um, uh, you know, material things, anything that you spend more time on than him, you know, you're, you're using false idols, and I didn't know that. So I have to be cognizant of my own self and my own life because I'm a giving person and, and my family and friends always say, you'll never have anything but you keep giving okay, everything well, away. We're, we're winding up uh, here. Uh, I think you probably okay. have a couple minutes. So okay. I'll just let you know. It might, uh, it, it cuts off automatically. Okay. Well, I'll drop off. Thank you for um, for being so cordial and, you know, for everything. And you're... Mm-hmm. You're our anchor, and there's more people um, that I know um, that we can help us to help ourselves, um, you know, in every positive way possible. Eric, you have very, very good people skills and leadership skills. Some of your words of wisdom are just, I I mean, I know they lift everyone up, and i got to thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, you are. You are very well spoken, um, Derek. Um, you know, I, I am just. I, I feel so blessed that, that um, Alfonso even told me about you, and you just have um, literally lifted me, lifted me out of thinking life isn't even worth surviving anymore. I mean, that's all I'm doing is just surviving, and there's got to be more to life than this. You know, I'm not going to go out and, you know, take my life, but um, God didn't mean us to live this way, so you gave us hope. And thank you for that, because God's going to keep blessing you with everything and everyone that you've helped and that you've given hope to. So thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm glad you were able to to speak this evening. And... um, uh, if Joe gets to know who you are, he'll keep your line open. Yeah, I I, I did realize I was starting to sound like a crazy person. Everybody needs to know about Jane Helm and this and that. And I realized how crazy I was starting to sound when I thought I started to, to, to just stop for a minute and look up, look outside myself as a third person. I'm like, yeah, I could see how somebody would think I'm a crazy person. You know, you need to know about Jade how the world's going to end, blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't say the world's going to end, but, you know, they're going to come in with tanks and special forces, Navy SEALs. It's going to happen July 15th. It's, I know a Marine's um, wife at the bank. I talked to her husband was in special forces for 10 years at the Marine Corps base at Pendleton, and he's out now. He's out, and he's in the East Coast with her because he did not want to arrest any innocent civilians. I talked to my congressperson who we I should be in Leavenworth right now if they would have known what I was doing, trying to protect others that were committing suicide. And, you know, she went to bat for me and others, and the, the four-star generals were on the stand 
looked like they were going to piss their pants and getting interrogated. So um, I know I knew to expect backlash from the Social Security judge that I um, turned in for embezzlement and stopping people from getting their benefits that have families that are worse off than I am. Um, so, you know, we got to keep fighting the good fight, but in the way that God would be proud. So you're more well-spoken than I am on those kind of things. But I'm I'm hoping that maybe we can get, somehow get together. Um, uh, July 4th is just around the corner. And, you know, what it says oh, yeah. in my book, I have this women's counseling, um, where there's fear, that means lack of love. You know, where there's love, fear, fear doesn't have a place. That's so right. if we just remember that. So God bless you and and the other lady on the line and um and everybody. I just I only want for, for good to happen and that, you know, whatever we are forced to suffer, he did say in his word that those who suffer will be the ones most rewarded. So I don't I don't look at it, you know, if they're gonna chop my head off or whatever. Um because I'm not going to get into saying I'm not a Christian, um, so be it. Then I'll just be in with my dad and my my other dog and my my relatives I haven't met yet that much sooner. So I'm like, it is me a favor. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this world that's so evil and crazy. But we still have a job to do. So as long as we're here, we have to passionately just give. The, the words of wisdom and the um, the tenderness in our heart. That's what I try okay. to do. All right, well, take care. Well, okay, and well, God bless you. And, and, God uh, bless you, too. And just, and, you know, I'm gonna getting the churches and, and just do mass prayer because I've seen mass miracles from my friend who's done that. And it, it works. It really does. Even though the church... Oh, yeah, it does. Good. Absolutely. Yeah, so I call Miss Caroline's when I'm feeling down. That's what I do because I don't know what else to do. I'm not going to call the crisis line. I'm not going to call the courage to call because they're just going to turn me in and say, she's psycho, let's commit her. No, not doing that. All right, well, take care, and um, God bless you so much and abundantly and your family and your friends, and just keep doing what you're doing. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Vicki. Keep in touch. I will. Thanks. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.